Happy Sober October, everybody. It's day eight. I don't know. I don't it's even day know eight. what you I'm, I'm yes, definitely eight. counting the days. It's day eight. I'm not it's counting. Day eight. It's day eight. I feel phenomenal. I've got to fly tomorrow night. On the road this weekend, North Charleston, there are still some tickets left. Jacksonville and Fort Myers for the Body Shots World Tour. I want to let you know that we have added shows to Syracuse, Buffalo, Virginia Beach, Baltimore, Montclair, New Jersey, and Cincinnati. There are tickets available for all of those shows. So go to BurtBurtBurt.com and get your tickets for the Body Shots World Tour. By the time Cincinnati sees this hour, it will be so fucking dialed in. It'll be great. Sobriety has been good for your boy. I'm not going to lie to you. I think so. Except, you know, we're wearing these whoop straps, mm-hmm. and my sleeping is not good. Yeah. I think we have too many animals in our bed. What do we have, four right now? Four animals plus two humans. It's ridiculous. Is I can't normal? sleep at all. No, think, it's not normal. Do you think normal. anyone right now is going four fucking animals? Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. I would and never put animal, all four animals in there. I would put one. the biggest snuggle bunny in the world. She's Yeah, but she flops on you all night long. She does. She literally puts her face on your face. We're oh, talking about Izzy the breathes. new one. Like and breathes. Like this. Priscilla just, Priscilla just fucking just, just cover fucks you. Yes. She like leans up, like Priscilla will roll, like she's, Priscilla goes hard in the paint. Yeah. She like boxes you out and then all of a sudden your feet are off the bed and you're like, Priscilla, move. You, how do you, how do you say it when you tell Priscilla to move? I have to say, move. Yeah. Priscilla, <laughs> move like that. Um, But yeah, Sober October has been great. I love what we're doing right now with the, uh, with the classes. The classes have been fucking awesome. Leanna and I are going to shoot guns tomorrow. I'm afraid I'm, it's going to mess up my neck. What? I am. You blow me away. Why? You really think shooting guns is going to mess up your neck? Yeah. Baby, we're not shooting like we're doing tactical training. There's no kickback in these no, guns? No, it's, it's, the, it's the handguns, the nine millimeters. Yeah, I'm still afraid it's going to fuck up my neck, but that's okay. I'm, I want to go. I'm excited to go. It sounds like it. I am. I'm excited to go. Surf lessons in Jacksonville. Spearfishing lessons in Fort Myers. I did. I've, so I think so I've done four hot spins. Five will be tomorrow. And then I'll pretty, pretty much be done my entire month of classes by the end of the weekend. But does hot spin count? I thought yeah. it was a class for something that you needed to actually learn I'm, something I'm going to take more classes. Yeah. What? Whose team are you on? I, I'm, on, I'm on the team of what's the real rules. Yeah. Well, I'm also trying to get down to 205. No, no, no. I, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that you're going to spin class every yeah. day. But my question was... Do you think people sense the tension right now? What tension? There's tension between it. Sexual oh. tension? <laughs> you wish. You feel it, right? Yeah, you feel it. Okay. Um, it's called we're both exhausted from sleeping with four fucking animals. I'm tired. I, don't, I am I'm debating so whether tired. or not to get on the treadmill and run tonight because I'm wondering if I should just get sleep. But I know if I do that, I'll probably sleep harder. I got to get the caffeine out of my system for this morning. You don't have caffeine. I got to be honest with you. This this is, uh, you know, all considered probably one of my favorite sober Octobers that we've had. Obviously, (laughs) obviously, you know, once we got it started, there's been a couple hiccups along the the way, and I think there's still a few hiccups that we're trying to work ourselves out with. But some pre so hiccups. as far as I'm concerned, I really love this taking classes to better yourself. I think that's great. I think it's the greatest thing not, one we've but done. But you're taking spin class. So why aren't you taking like this is great, a meditation class or or like uh, how to balance your checkbook class or oh, wow. how to write a budget class or how to not buy so many hats class? 
Those classes would better you. I think spin is making you healthier, but you were doing spin class before Sober October. So, so I'm does sorry. that count? So what are your notes? My notes are, if you already are up and running in a five-day-a-week class and you go, Sober October, you got to take a class, well, you're already doing that. So how is that a challenge? It's not a challenge. It's a continuation of what you already have. So to challenge yourself and you have to take a class, what class would really challenge you? Meditation? That would be challenging. Going to like, I don't know. I don't know, some real estate class or something, uh, uh, you know, absurd like that. But you'd learn something. Boxing class, jujitsu. Um, what about, well, you're taking surf lessons. That's good, right? Yep. Yeah, that's good. Um, a CPR class. Now, that's a class. It's only five hours. Taking CPR. I'm not taking that class again. Well, that was a long time. Yeah, it was 15 fucking, years ago. I'm not taking a CPR class. I can tell you that right so now. So my I'm question, though, is does spin class count? It does count. Because you were already the doing I'm spin class. Uh, it does count towards the 10 I'm taking. I don't know. I tell you, if I was in Sober October, I'd have to call bullshit on that one. Yeah. I, I feel oh, like- you cleared it on Rogan? You got it cleared? <laughs> Can you sense the tension? Yeah. You know what? I think I might be done podcasting for the month. <laughs> I think I might because there is. I feel like I'm defending myself on every. I'm just fucking saying. Podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just asking. On every podcast I've done, <laughs> I feel like I'm defending. I'm so tired of defending myself. I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of talking. <laughs> I mean, I have a point. I think. No, you do not. I think you actually I actually don't. <laughs> I think I absolutely you have, do a have a point. No, you don't. I have a big point. So I'm taking tactical <laughs> firearms tomorrow. Okay, that's one. Surfing. Surfing two. I mean, spear fishing. Spear fishing three. Awesome. So then why don't you list them out? What do you think I should do? There's three. How you many think do you need? A, I need 10. You need 10? Yeah. Um, so name them out. Hip hop class. Already done that. Why would I ever do something again? Because you have to learn a whole new routine. It's a whole new... The, I thought I figured... No, I mean, maybe you... I didn't listen to the episode. Oh, so, so I'm sorry. So let's start at the beginning. <laughs> you didn't listen to the episode. I don't ever listen to people. I'm just asking a question. If the rule, if that, if that qualifies something that you've already done, that you already did five days a week and you just continue doing it, that doesn't seem like a challenge. Yeah. I, I mean, is it a challenge to maintain? <laughs> See, you don't understand what you're doing. You're causing <laughs> drama online for me. Like now, I gotta fucking stay off Twitter for the weekend because everyone's like, "Leanne's right, man." What I am the fuck so you doing right. with your life? I'm 100 percent right. So name out the ten classes that you think I should take. Tap dancing. That are brand new. Um, how about juggling? That'd be good. I can juggle Still already. walking. Um, <laughs> Leanne, it's gotta be something about... I want to do for an hour. Why does it have to be an hour? Well, it's gotta be a fucking class. Can't just be like. What if you what if you take a juggling class and you catch on really fast? I already fast? juggle, Ian. You do? Of course. What do you juggle? Who doesn't juggle? I don't know how to juggle. You know how to juggle three balls? Yeah, of course. I only know how to juggle two. <laughs> <laughs> do you sense the tension? <laughs> Are you turning red? <laughs> You're turning red. I got you with that one. I juggled two balls. Get it? Get it? Oh, we got it. <laughs> the antics are thick today. <laughs> I wouldn't expect much more from intros from me for the rest of the month. I think I'm done podcasting. 
you know, I said to myself when we got done August, I said, I feel like I've talked too much. And I think I've talked so much, I've talked myself out. Aw. I'm sorry. I'm just exhausted. I didn't mean to be the, the, I didn't mean to get you all upset. I'm not upset. I would like to do transcendental meditation. That would be something I'd really like to do. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd like surfing. I'd like to do the guns. Because I've never even shot my gun. What about archery? Just curious. Yeah. I would love to do archery. Um, I'm not, uh, Zumba, I, I don't, I wouldn't mind doing like different workout classes, but you know. What about a Pilates class? Pilates so hard. That might be a cool thing to do because you'd still Pilates be working out. Week. Pilates would be I've fun. I've never done Pilates. Pilates is really hard. I'd like to do Pilates. Um, yeah, it's really, it's is really Sandy good back for you. next week? Yeah, she's back tomorrow. I'm going to send well, a text to you and Sandy about Pilates next week. Pilates would be a good class. Um, what about traffic school? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but Pilates would be good. Pilates next week. Oh I'll take a stand-up comedy class. Um, what about a pottery that. class? Not I, I, that. I, well, it's also got to be something I want to do. Well, I'm just I'm just spitballing. I don't want to take a pottery class. I don't want to blow a, a ice or a ass or a glass. glass. I don't want to blow glass. You already did that. I want to do something active and fun. What about a leather leather making class? I already make leather. You already make leather. Yeah, I'm red leather, yellow leather, right red now. leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Today's podcast is a good one. <laughs> you wanted me off my phone. I wish you were on your phone right now. <laughs> That's what you get. You for... know what it is? You got vindictive. I did because you chastised me for doing work for you, for Burtcast. We, uh, <laughs> it's a good podcast this week. Nikki Glazer's Our Special Bangin' is on Netflix right now. So go check it out. Nikki's been hitting the rounds. I held on to this podcast a little longer. She's with Andrew Collin. A Andrew is. Um, I would say her best friend, but like they tour together. She opens for her. They're everywhere together. If you ever see in, uh, Nikki's Instagram, that's Andrew that's with her. Very sweet guy. Very funny. We we did the podcast, the three of us. But um, but make sure to check out her Netflix special. Like I said, man, I wouldn't hire her publicist, but I'd hire Nikki. Oh, yeah? It's Nikki. It's not her publicist. Yeah. It's Nikki. She's a fucking beast. She's awesome. I like she her a, a lot. She is a beast. I'm so, you know, it's so funny. I was on the treadmill the other day. I met Nikki first a long time ago, I think in Virginia Beach. Yeah. Must have been 12 years ago. Yeah. She was in her 20s. Hmm. And I took her in to do radio with me. It's one of my favorite stories ever. Oh, yeah? I've told it so many times. Have you never, have I never told, I take mm. her to do radio and we go in and, and I say, uh, Sludge is the morning on air. Brian Hadid, 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 did I even say that right? Hadid um, is the on air personality in Richmond, and we're, we're this is right when like either Facebook or Twitter or MySpace was blowing up. And I said, "What the the question we were asking on air is what's the quickest you've ever had sex with someone?" And Nikki is like twenty three, maybe I'm guessing, maybe maybe twenty two. She's like, I have an answer. And she, I brought her into radio with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, Nikki Glazer, very pretty young lady, uh, is going to tell us her answer. And she says, you know, I was at a bar one time, and uh, and I met this guy, and I don't know, something about him. I, I just I took him into the bathroom, and I blew him. And we were like, whoa, 
you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that on air. It's like, really? And we're like, no, no, you definitely can't say that on But then whatever we were using, like Facebook or MySpace at the time, just exploded. Yeah. And we were like, wow, all the listeners are now dot tuned in. Right. So Sludge and I are like trying to slow roll it and milk it. And we're trying to explain what it is. And and people are like, let her tell the story. Don't you? And they're like, okay, okay. Nikki, do you think you can do it without cursing? She goes, I can do it without cursing. We're like, okay. She goes, I met this guy at a bar. We're like, all right. She's like, I don't know, something about him. He's just very cute. And I don't know. He's like, he reminded me like of a friend's brother who I always thought was cute. That was kind of like nerdy, but you know, like a good guy. I said, yeah. She goes, and I took him into the bathroom. And we're like, and? And I sucked his dick. And we were like, whoa, you definitely can't say that. By the way, she has no recollection of that story. I remember that so vividly. How funny. I laughed so hard that day. I've been friends with her ever since. She's That's big, really she cool. was a big fan of Wilco's, and so we bonded on that. And I'm really, really happy for her. She is starting her first world tour. Am I correct about that, Austin? Will you look up Nikki Glazer while I do, and we'll, and we'll mention it at the end of this? But she is starting her first world tour. Tickets are going on sale, pre sales starting soon. I think pre sales already started, to be honest with you. I'm sure the code word's banging. Go to nikkiglazer.com. But she is doing her first theater tour. That's great. Yeah, I'm really happy for Good her. for her. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hims. Guys, with age comes wisdom, but with age can also be a downer in one specific area. You know, 40% of men by age 40 struggle with not being able to get and maintain a, an erection. Why do you guys turn to weird solutions when you can just turn to medicine or science instead? Check out Hims. Forhims.com is one-stop shopping for hair loss, Skincare, sexual wellness for men. All the generic equivalents to the name brand prescriptions to help you combat ED are available at 4HIMS. They connect you with real licensed doctors and FDA-approved pharmaceutical products to treat ED. Prescriptions backed by science and made more affordable. You don't have to worry about going into in-office doctor visits, no painful injections like other treatments. It's so easy. Answer a couple questions about your medical history, chat with a doctor for confidential review, and if approved by that doctor, products are shipped directly to your door. Being your best means performing your best. It's erectile without the dysfunction. Hard, made easy. Say hello to my little friend, just like Leanne will tonight. <laughs> Try Hims today by starting with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash Burtcast ED. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash Burtcast ED. Forhims.com slash Burtcast ED. Prescription products are subject to doctor approval and require an online consultation with a physician, and we'll, they will determine if the prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went into the doctor or person or an online pharmacy. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor in person or a pharmacy. Remember, that's 4hims.com slash Burtcast ED. That's my first read. We do have some mid-rolls, so bear with me. Roll with me. Oh, here, we got the info for Nikki's tour. Nikki's first ever tour. I'm going to read off the dates, okay? Boston. Albany. This all starts January 24th. Boston, Albany, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Las Vegas, Minneapolis, St. Louis, Houston, Dallas, Texas, Seattle, Portland, Columbus, Chicago, 
Munhall, PA, Cleveland, Ohio, Denver on the 24th of April. That's a good time to be in Denver. Yeah, it's 420, beautiful. 424. Uh. Huntington, New York, Mass, Nantucket, Tampa, 515, Orlando, 516. Bang it out, world tour. Her uh, artist presale starts. Oh, it's right now. Oh, it's over. Just go to go to yeah, the presale's over. Just go to nikkiglazer.com or wherever you're going to get your tickets and uh, get tickets to see Nikki in her first theater tour. Support live comedy, my theater tour. Did I mention that we've added shows in Syracuse, Buffalo, Virginia Beach, Baltimore, Montclair, and Cincinnati? And this weekend, I will be in North Charleston. There are still tickets available there. I will also be in Jacksonville and Fort Myers the weekend after that. Oh, shit. It's going to be a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, with her new Netflix special streaming right now on the front page of Netflix called Bangin'. She's got her radio show on Sirius XM called Up Up Late. You Up with Nikki. I've done it a bunch of times. I just don't know the name. You Up with Nikki Glazer. She is always on the David Spade show. She was just on Joe Rogan. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my guest, Nikki Glazer and Andrew Collin. This is Andrew, are those boyfriend glasses? Yeah. Boyfriend glasses? Are they are they Ray Bans? Ray Bans? Yeah. Is that the Let style? See. Oh no. Not boyfriend not glasses cool. are like the most popular Ray Ban. It's a style of glass. Oh, it's like yeah. it's bigger. It's the it. model. Yeah. yeah. Those are those are the I have those too. My daughter steal those from me. They're cool. Yeah. They're, They're totally great. you could girls look good in them too yeah no the boyfriend glasses are but i don't have mine They're boyfriend glasses bigger because then when you wear them you're just like it's my i have a boyfriend yeah it's um, i stole these for my boyfriend because i forgot them today the uh no they start at like five in the morning and they're every 15 minute increments you do four an hour so you do five six seven eight nine and then usually at like nine o'clock you're out so you do roughly what 25 interviews no Bert most most people do not do that what are you saying no to if this is do you say no to anything I say no to fucking TV and movies (laughs) yeah crazy what I say no to I don't say no I never say no to press anything anything no because and you know it's like you have a relationship with these radio stations I've had a relationship with them since my first special is the first time I did it and I've never done one Oh, they're they're uh, you do you do them like I used to do them for. Yeah, I can't believe I've never done one. I used to do them for Travel Channel. I always do them for specials. I always do them for um, for like the um, like on my book I did one. Yeah. I, I here's what I think it Ugh. it helps if you are actually have a product on sale. Meaning, right. if you have tickets on sale or if you have a special that people can go and watch, yes. it helps immensely. Something to actively talk about. It does not help if you have, like, my special air is Friday night at midnight. It doesn't help. Uh, oh. My book comes out. Oh, it needs to be right now. It needs to be, like. They can consume mm-hmm. it. Tickets are on sale right now. Use promo code SHOTS. And then people go, oh, I got to get a ticket. And they literally go. Dude. 
That's like everything. the billboard thing. Uh, you were I was just, just at Netflix talking about how they promote Ooh, their stuff. What an exciting is fucking that a fun time. meeting? Is that a fun meeting? <laughs> uh, it's a very fun fucking meeting. Where they kind of like lift the curtain a little bit yeah. and you get to see how you're marketed to and what people respond to. And they it's not they're not doing anything shifty. It's just no. helpful. But it's um that was what interested me the most and was stood out was that um they if they're advertising it, it's already out. It's not coming soon. Yeah. It's out because they want people to be able to go, I like that, watching it tonight. That's the most interesting thing about Netflix. And it's like, is that like the first time and the first special I knew about on Netflix was Segura's second one. I didn't even know his first. I didn't even know Netflix was on the radar then. Yeah. And his second one was coming out. And I was like, hey, man, if you want, you can come to my podcast to promote it. And he was like, maybe like in like a month when it's out. And I was like, wait. I think that would be too late. And he goes, no, it's different over here. He was like, you don't, you don't promote it until it's out. And I, you know, it's so funny. I see people that don't aren't aware of that, that go in about to have a Netflix special or they're about to have the, the 15 minute specials or the 10 minute specials yeah. or the 30 minute specials. And they go and they, they literally like wall to wall plaster themselves all over press the week before. Yeah. And people you go, that's, forget too quick. Now people forget way too quick. I always, that's why I like to promote shows. Like if I have a weekend coming up, Maybe it's justifying my procrastination, but I'm like the day before I'm like, tell your friends I'm in town now. It's not like it's so much of what we do now is just like impulse decision. And if it's right, then they it's it's easier to get them there. But yeah, I. um, So do you have a name for your special? Yeah. Can you talk? Can you when when your special come out? Do you know? October 1st. So I don't know when this is going to come out, but we can can put this. I would love to. We can put this out October 1st. Sweet. Today. It comes out today. It comes out today. Holy shit. How exciting. Oh, so, my so God. this is all perfect. <laughs> this is the day. We can put this out October first, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Today, my special "Bangin'" is out on oh, Netflix. Oh, that's a great title. Bangin'. Titles are so important. I, too. I toiled over this name. Uh, the process was long and hard. Andrew was a part of it. Yeah, fingered uh, in an alley. Didn't fingered <laughs> in an alley was close. It was um, close. <laughs> it was I, uh, a little long, but I cut that bit ultimately. So. <laughs> Fingered in an alley. Oh man, we were going after your some... face. Like <laughs> yeah. Fingered in an alley would be so successful, by the way. <laughs> it Dude, what's so funny is the names. Of... I wanted to name my first bestial <laughs> the Burt Kreischer story. I love and that. just and just and to hear people go. So tell me about <laughs> yeah, the Burt Kreischer story. It's it, but then I came up with comfortably dumb. I didn't. I'm not in love with that. I like that. Title. That's me- that's memorable. Um, the machine was the second one, yes. and then uh. Secret time, Ralphie named for me because oh, I was doing a bit on oh, stage nice. drunk where I was just, I didn't have any material and I was just telling secrets about my family, like yeah. just real, like legit secrets. And Ralphie was howling and we were on a cruise, Mike Kaltz's cruise, Cowheads. And I got off stage and Ralphie's like, playa, that's the name of y'all special. Secret <laughs> time with Burke Kreischer. Cause, and just all you do is do y'all bits, but then throw in those secrets that no one knows, like, and One, I loved yeah. that too because you you hit it right away. You're everyone's in on the secret. You come out, you do your thing, and then the special justifies itself. The title just, justifies itself instantly. I loved it, and what it feels a, like you're being honest. Yeah, right? well, like, yeah, yeah. The yes. secret because, time. They're like, oh, there's truth to this. Oh, yeah. they're all, Which they're people all true want. Secrets, yeah. yeah, I always feel that way. Anyway, like when you're doing clubs, sometimes I say something. I'm like, that doesn't leave this room. Oh. And so you know how many times you've said something. You're like, you guys, will you just be cool? Yeah. about what I just said because I either s- it was something stupid that I'm like oh that didn't come out the right way and that could get me canceled if taken out of context or it's something that I'm like 
I feel comfortable with you guys. I'm about to tell you something I did. Don't tell, you know, that kind of thing. I used to go up and when I, when I, I started saying secret time after that on this podcast where I go secret time. Don't tell anyone about this. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was just, Hey, don't be a dick and, right. and share it. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing it with you. If they end up hearing about it, great. Ugh, but like, you know what? Last time you told me that, cause I was talking about something that I felt very vulnerable about. And I got, please do not tweet at him and you go don't worry my listeners like they get it they're not dicks in that this is a safe space if you talk shit about someone they just go cool they don't like call you out and be like hey man you should listen to birds podcast they're talking shit about you that's (laughs) rare to have a people collectively decide to not be assholes on the internet it's when it's what happens when you have a lower tiered podcast Dude, I just referenced your your billboard, by the way, when I was at Netflix. They go, Are, is there anything that stands out to you that, uh, honestly, they just like opened it up to me and I just go, okay, can I just tell you how cool that Burt Kreischer stomach <laughs> billboard was? I saw it when I was coming up over the hill and I was, I, I it stuck with me. Are you, and we talked about it last time, you were kind of like. It was them. I, I got to give credit where credit's due. That's Netflix. But you kind of struggled with the decision. I struggled with it because. They sent me the billboard and I was like, that's like, in my head, I didn't Funny. know that's what my stomach looked like. like yes. I, I didn't know what that's what it looked 3D. like on the side. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I, that's not really complimentary. And they're like, no, but it's, they were like, we really think it would be a great branding for it because it, you are shirtless. And, and I was like, my ego was like, yeah, but if you're on a billboard in Hollywood, don't you want your face on it? Like, that's like the ego Absolutely. part. Yep. And they were like, they were like, okay. And so they gave me a bunch of other options. And then they sent it again, and, and Leanne opened it. I was in the pool. She's like, I got to be honest with you. This fucking belly shot is so goddamn funny. It's, and I was like, oh, I love that. And so and so I was, I literally was like, you guys are right. I'm, I'm, I think I'm too close to it. And then it went up, and literally the day it went up, Joe Coy texted me and was like, best billboard ever. Ever. Yeah. And he was like, don't think I don't notice. You got a Rolex on in this. Ha, yes. <laughs> and I, that was, I, it was so funny. I'd never even <laughs> noticed that. I was too mindful of my belly but uh that's yeah, a, there's a but, lot going on there because it's like i love first of all that you trusted other people because you were your ego was too tied up in it and you weren't going to get to a place where you could see it from anyone else's perspective so you trusted the people in your life to just you know what i'm gonna because these specials you it's all you you but then you yeah. have to trust other people and with stand up it's really hard because I'm building this hour on the road alone no one's working with me and yeah. then all of a sudden you come into this process where the editing and the lighting and the and all these decisions that you don't need to make and I'm not some things I'm like I don't care about the set maybe Oh I don't I literally was tapped out I was like I, blues blues my favorite blues my power color so I was like, so the only note I had was like, if there's some hints of blue in there, yeah. that would be great. Bring out your baby blue. Yeah, I was like, yeah, br- yes. I, w- I would like some yeah. blues. But and then and the only other note I had was they had a smoke machine and they had it plugged up and ready to go. And I was like, whoa, is that a smoke machine? And they're like, yeah, I go kill it. And they're like, wait, it's going to look weird if we don't have smoke in the background. I go, yeah, you know what, though? Uh, I get asthma from smoke machines. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to be breathy on my second hour. Yeah. And yeah. so they killed the smoke machine. And adversely, and this is like <laughs> obviously just panting through the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah. Secret time? I don't know. I'm allergic to a smoke machine. <laughs> Your timing would they be think you're doing a bit. Fucked. Oh, yeah. But I, but I, what's crazy is that adversely in watching the special, I can notice uh, uh, little 
specks of dirt, of dust that I think really were cool. And I, but it's just because <laughs> I'll notice it. No one else noticed it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I like that there's no smoke machine. But you can definitely there are practical things where you go where where you say, um, hey, I have a bit, I had a bit in the special where my do- a fly ball goes over my daughter's head and I need to act out at least five steps. So I was like, literally, I need to, I need a little bit of a because we did they lowered this, they did the stage and then lowered it down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want a diving board like a square. Can you do like an oval? Oh. And then and then just give me enough room to turn around and walk back. And if I need to walk up steps, that's fine. Yeah, yours looked really cool. And I'm like, I love I'm that so set. happy that I can say that because I love I loved the way it looked. I loved what you, the pr- promo for it. I just thought they did a fantastic well, job. You. And you did a fantastic job. Whoever helped you, like your head that. being off, people are like, "What is going on?" Like it's like Sia, how she covers her face, and you're like, yeah. "What's going it's on so behind intriguing. the wall?" So you yeah. have no head. They're like, "They'll at least check out five minutes well, to be like, what does his face even look I'm like?" I'm fascinated by both of you are people that are like very open with your bodies, even when you they lost, don't look great. But you lost a ton of fucking uh, uh, weight, and I was, fu- <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, is that speed pills? Like. <laughs> How did you get that fucking skinny? I, I, I yo-yo like crazy. I already put it back on. Like I'm, I'm, I did boxing. Like I did like, and I get addicted. Uh, like I see you get addicted. Like yeah. I did boxing like 20 out of 30 days and then I won't eat any carbs and I'll be fucking great. And then I'll see like three abs and I'll be like, all right, I'm good. I and did then, it. Yeah, I yeah. did it. That's all I want to get to. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I try to get to. I can't sustain it. It's not sustainable. It never yeah. will be. But every time you think like whenever I'm on a every, workout kick, yeah. I'm like, this is going to be the rest of my life. Like, I can't believe like this is, I found it. Like this running you, is going to be my thing. Yeah. And hot I spin. might just hot like spin right now. It's been yeah, hot, oh, spin. hot spin. What the hell does that mean? Like a hundred degrees in the room. Why? And a you attack, are, man. and literally within, within two minutes, you're pouring sweat. You, it, it, I like that too. I love running when it's humid out. I want to be so sweaty. I want to feel how much I'm working out. I want it running into my socks. Yes, me too. It's my favorite. I feeling. like throwing off my uh, workout clothes and it goes thwap on the ground. Thwack. And it is it is still wet when I'm packing up to go home on Sunday. And I worked out in that on a Thursday and it's just been sitting in a wet pile. There's no better feeling than coming into your hotel room <laughs> and seeing three pairs of pants in the, in the bathroom all hanging up and you're like, Nice. I had a good weekend. I did yeah. it. I did it. Yeah. It, but you just want to. Um, but- I haven't. I haven't been on the road like that in so long. Like I haven't been in a hotel room in so fucking long. Yes, but the second like? you said that, I was like, oh, I miss. I've been, I literally have been missing hotel rooms because there They're is great. so many things that we all share. Do you remember like four years ago, five, probably six, maybe nine years ago. You posted a video and you were like, ugh, time to head into the gym at the hotel. And I tweeted back, are you in Des Moines? Oh, my God. And you yes. were like, I am. And I was like, oh, my God, I fucking hate that gym. That but, gym was the worst oh, gym. Microtel in Microtel Des Moines. Microtel in Des Moines. Oh. oh, you had two options. You could go to like Culver's or the bar on the corner. Yep. And it was, or you could walk over the overpass. Yep. And there was like a Chili's or something. A gas station. I ate every meal at a gas station that, that week. Oh, that is it so, but there's certain things that we share as comics Those that weekends. like, that of ex- experiences where, Ugh. like, it's almost like, um, it's almost like you grew up together or you went to high school together. Yeah. It's what, yeah. It's wild. The last time I was at, uh, 
And I went there so many times. The Virginia Beats Funny Bone. I think the last time I worked there was with you or no, Richmond. Richmond. The last yeah. time I I was how many times have you been to Richmond oh, Funny Bone? And I've like been to Richmond a lot. I've with, been to Richmond. Um, Me and you and Travis, uh Travis Charles worked together a yes. long time. And I've been going back. There was a period of time where that they could only the only two white guys that could sell tickets were me and Segura. And we were the only ones going back to that club. Yeah. And uh Buzz, remember Buzz? <laughs> he was one of the most he still is one of the most interesting human beings. And then I'm and glad there, he's and, still around. And there's the one bouncer, the one black guy that wears the gloves, who's like hard as a rock. Uh-huh. He's like maybe 80, and he's just ripped and yoked, and he got into a fight every single show I had. <laughs> Just picking it out with just oh, random I people. Mean, Short pump. I think, I think. I remember when. I remember when Candy got fired from there. I remember Candy. when Rick used to be the manager. You were there when Candy was the manager. I remember God, going I there when remember. Rick, Rick Barnes, who's now uh, the manager in Virginia Beach, general manager there. I've been there forever. He was the manager at. Yeah, I remember when he was the manager in Cincinnati's old club, and he used to smoke in the green room. When did you get started on the road? I got started. And how did you get started on the road? Doing what? I got started, started like legit myself headlining. I think Isla was were like you, one. Were you so featuring ever? I featured. I never featured Funny Bones. I, I featured for three improvs, uh, Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And, and I, a little bit. And then I would do off weekends. So I'd when do, you were living there. No, 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 no. When uh, Georgia was born 15 years ago, I was featuring around the country and then i could do saturday and sunday mm-hmm. i could do no i could do thursday and sunday mm-hmm. and then they would bring in like kevin pollock or louis ck to do friday and saturday guys who had like hollywood jobs that didn't want to do the whole weekend yeah so you could make a little bit more money you could make a little bit more money and it was and then you could hang out with like kevin pollock yeah who i don't i mean i don't know i don't know anything really about him but i know that working with him is a really great weekend because he was like accommodating and welcoming and yeah why don't you go get us two vodkas and we'll hang out and talk comedy yeah it's and so nice when you work with people that are like that's why i bring andrew out do you, you bring how long have you been bringing people out i did i i never did I, I did a little bit towards the when i started selling tickets legit i started bringing some people or i'd have people in the towns that i knew yeah but one of the things that i did and this is this is not great and i will say it's not great for your uh not id but like for your for you personally is i would always say whatever local guy you have i'll work with him because i always felt like you should foster local talent like you should foster the local scene of course i had more headaches through that than any than anything no we all did but see me and tripoli and ian bag and steve byrne and all of us never were allowed to take people because our class above us was david spade jay moore um rob schneider Kevin Nealon, like that was the class above us that mm-hmm. was touring. Yeah. So like we could never take anybody. And but adversely, I I, I met you through that. Yeah, I that's met, true. I met um because you get lucky. We've gotten so lucky with hosts. We're like, yeah, I've met some kids that I got one kid helping me out. I'm doing the roast of Alec Baldwin. He's my I hired him as my writer's assistant. I'm so grateful to meet so, but then you get so many pieces of shit. Bad, bad, <laughs> bad hosts. We've had so, so many. many broken human beings. I had to fire one guy. Really? Because he called. Uh, what happened, Andrew? He just saw two guys without any dates, and he decided to call him the F word. 
Just very, just and, not uh, even in a funny Not really, way. like, ironically or anything. Just like, look at you, you... F- and you know what? It didn't It didn't do terrible. I'll tell you. The oh, joke, no, it, 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 it was the best landed. joke all the weekend. Pro- it problem. did land. It made me hate my audience, though, that it landed. So I was like, he's got to go. I don't want to resent it landed without a pun. Like, without, yes, of course. Like, yeah, like, like, here's the thing about that word is the problem with that word is... And and this is I had a joke about about this is why Trump got elected was that guys weren't done saying the word faggot, and so like and yeah. so that's why you took it too soon. And but yeah, you, they were like, hey, I wasn't done saying that word. I'm not done saying a bunch of words. Those oh idiots God. who can't who can't realize that there there is a nuance between that word if in a punchline or yeah. in a joke where it's necessitated versus just saying it as the as the shock. And, and it's just can't you acknowledge that a word that used to be acceptable is no longer because it hurts people's feelings and yeah. makes them hate who they are and where yeah. they came from. And why can't you extend your empathy? Can't just, you have empathy? Just is. say queer boys, you know, <laughs> like boys, just do boys. something different, you know, or, or you know, pansy what? face. My, you know, my wife is fantastic <laughs> with with a uh, creative. I mean, not racial slurs, but <laughs> yeah. creative, like, Where there, ways to like, cre- like, just ways to, like, things that maybe old Southern women would say. <laughs> like, mid-roll reads. Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. Support for Burkhouse comes from Whoop. Welcome to Sober October, powered by Whoop. Whoop combines a wearable device with state-of-the-art software to help athletes and high-performance operators improve recovery, training, sleep, and make better lifestyle choices with real-time feedback on your body this month. I'm wearing Whoop 24-7. It started before October, and I'm wearing it right now as we speak to help understand the impact sobriety has on my body. So far, in 100% honesty, I've been absolutely blown away by Whoop. It is almost 100% more accurate than any other watch that I've ever had that tracks sleep, heart rate, all of that. It knows that I ran the other day and it knows that I cycled the other day based on my activity. I don't know how it knew that, but it's it's so much more accurate in counting the calories and tracking my sleep. There, it's, it's a lot to learn too, but it's been fun to learn. The HRV and the HRHR are all different things. And, 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 and it's nice to know that when you get up in the morning, you go, oh, I'm actually fully recovered. I'm ready to work out. It almost is like better than a cup of coffee. That's great. Yeah, I actually love my Whoop. And you can actually follow me along with Tom and Ari and Joe on our Whoop team. Join Whoop and get on the team. Get the Whoop Strap 3.0 when you join. It's very comfortable. You don't even notice that it's on. Go to Whoop.com and use the code SOBEROCTOBER to get 15% off your order. Trust me, this is something you want to do, especially if you're trying to get in shape. Whoop works with the best from the NFL to the Navy SEALs, but the insights apply to all of us. See how your body responds to stress, good or bad, and then adjust to live better. I'm telling you, it's changing the way I look at sleep. I'm like jumping in bed trying to get more sleep because of this whoop. Get a whoop. Check out our team at whoop.com. Go sober and see what happens. Comedy Central has your new secret favorite podcast. It's called Your Two Dads with Sean and Julian. Hosts Julian McCullough and Sean O'Connor are comedians and longtime best friends who also happen to be dads. In their podcast, they share crazy stories about parenting with other comedians, writers, and actors who also happen to be dads and even a few moms. They chat with John Levenstein, 
Rory Scovel, Adam Pauly. They even hung out with Jody Sweeten. She's uh, Stephanie Tanner from Full House and Fuller Fuller House or Full Full Fuller House. or Anyway, she's a mom with an incredibly filthy mouth. If you're not a dad or a mom, you're still going to love this podcast. Sean and Julian have amazing chemistry and just pull the craziest stories out of the people they talk to. But if you are a dad or even know a dad, you'll love hearing all the hilarious jokes and humiliating tales these guys tell. Subscribe to Your Two Dads with Sean and Julian for Comedy Central's idea of a parenting podcast. Whether it's a job interview or a dating profile, your smile can help you make the best of a first impression. I had a horrible smile up until ninth grade. I was just talking to Georgia about this in the car, and I said I used to cover my mouth when I laughed. And Georgia said I used to pull my shirt up over my mouth when I laughed. We both had bad teeth, as did Isla, who really didn't care. No, she didn't care. She didn't care, and her teeth were worse than any of ours. Everybody, yeah. But it, it's so funny how, and if you know me as Bert, you know, the comedian, you know I love to laugh, and I love to smile, and I love to have a good time. But there was a time I didn't do that, and it was all because of my smile. Well, right now, your smile can be as vibrant as you'd like it to be. Arc can help you feel more confident. Arc is a new way to achieve professional-level teeth whitening at home for just 30 minutes a day. Each ARC treatment includes dentist-approved enamel-safe whitening strips that adhere to your lower and upper teeth along with the ARC Blue Light technology. The Blue Light mouthpiece arcs around your entire smile, delivering targeted blue light energy that helps weaken set-in stains below the enamel surface, making your treatment more effective than just strips alone. ARC can help you reveal a smile that's 50 times whiter than a leading whitening toothpaste. And they offer satisfaction guaranteed. And to help our listeners get a whiter, brighter smile, and and once again, if you have a whiter, brighter smile, I do believe that you will be a more confident person and love smiling in front of people more. ARC is offering $15 off your purchase of a blue light kit when you visit arcsmile.com and use the promo code BERT. That's A-R-C smile.com and use the promo code BERT for $15 off your blue light whitening kit. That's ARC, A-R-C, smile.com, promo code BERT. I had this really great life experience that I went, I want to turn into a bit where I, I lost I, this lost child. I found a lost child at a parade and it was very confusing. Um, wow. I said to him, um, I said, where... I said, where is your, are your parents here? And he goes, my dad is. And I said, okay, where's your dad? And he said, he said it. And I said, okay, what's your dad's name? He told me his dad's name. I said, awesome. Where, do you know your mom's name? And he said, I do. And I said, is she here? And he goes, no. I said, where's your mom? He goes, I have no idea. And I went, you don't. And he goes, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know where she is. And Wait, I went, how old? He's like five. And I was like, okay, he must be really traumatized. Yeah. I find I find it. I end up I'm shortening a story that I'm going to try to tell on stage one time. I find his dad, and I find his dad and his dad. It turns out he he knows his mom's name because she had him, but he he's never met her. Um, <laughs> but he has two dads, and that's why he knew his dad's. Like it was like really hilarious. It's a great. It's a great. What a great twist. What a great like twist, right? Riddles. Well, it's kind and of funny because so, you're like, what's your dad's name? He's like Tom and Jeff. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad's, dad's plural. Names. Yeah. And so, but it was really funny. And but in the as I'm telling the story, and and by the way, if you hate on my wife all you want, but I this is why I love this woman. She just goes, "Oh, his daddy was a sugarfoot," and 
<laughs> I went, what? She called him a sugar foot. And I could a not. Sugar foot. And I could not stop laughing at like a beautiful way to say. Yeah. Like, it's not. I don't think it's any so gay guy would sweet. find that would find that I think, hurtful. I think he would. They would be flattered. Yeah, it sounds delightful. I could not stop laughing. It's all, it's all how you say it. Oh, he's right? a sugar foot. It's all how you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sugar foots, or, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, it still sounds adorable. Yeah, it, it still sounds does. really delightful and nice. But uh, but, but sugar foots. <laughs> I did that. By the way, I did that for Ka- for Kathy Griffin one time. I opened for Ka- Kathy Griffin and dropped a hard F. Up front, yeah. But, but, yeah, because I was nervous. Yeah, and, and I got off stage. She's like, yeah. "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "I was nervous. I got, I got, I don't know. I got totally. caught up." She was like, "Okay, I understand it. Please don't say that word again." This is, by the way, this is fifteen years ago. I mean, that was a. This was fifteen weeks ago that this yeah. guy did it. It's yeah. a different time for it's, sure. I yeah. mean. Uh, we, I think we could all be canceled for things we've said back in the day now because not because we weren't, we were it's coming from a place of hate. It was just like, it was different. Was it? And, and what, I, what I'm obsessed with sometimes is the inability for people to remember the nuance of the past and how things were different. People just go, Everything's I don't know what you're like, talking about. There's nothing's ever changed. It's always been the same. People don't even realize it. Like, because it's, what was it? Cancel culture. They don't reflect. Cancel culture came after uh, John Wayne. John Wayne. He's been dead for like. No, they what, dug 30, him up though. I th- think. Thirty years. They're like cancel John Wayne, <laughs> and I was like, wait, you can't cancel John Wayne. He's dead already. Like, oh uh, right. Well, yeah. Michael Jackson got double cancel. You double know, like, can- he was, they- he he got hard, hard cancel. It's hard to cancel black people. Black people need to cancel black people. White people can't cancel black people. You can't. <laughs> white people cannot cancel black people. That's a really good point. Black people had to cancel R. Kelly. Black men oh, and black right. women canceled R. You're Kelly. Right. You can't because I'll tell you right now. From what my perspective is, black people haven't canceled Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, not That's even close. Just white people that cancel Michael Jackson. Black people are like, I don't know, man. He put out some good music. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> As You're Donnell so Rollins. right. Donnell Rollins is always the barometer of black cancel culture. I just also think that you can still enjoy it. I don't know. I, I'm re- canceling is really like Sarah Silverman l- losing out on that cancel culture. It's so Do you movie? think with Eddie Murphy coming back, he got it's, seventy million? Oh, Do you think they're going to call out his specials and it's going to come to light again? A hundred percent. Are then they we're just gonna waiting? Shrek? If he <laughs> does not have a premise yeah. that acknowledges. His past aggressions, it will come back to him. There's no way. Uh, his, well, do you, you, you think he's gonna have a bet? I do not think he bet. I'll tell you what he better talk about. Well, remember how you're absolutely right because people were so disappointed when Louis came back and he didn't acknowledge it, and that's what everyone was like. Just write a joke well, acknowledging Aziz, it. Aziz acknowledged it. He like spent the first thirty seconds. He sat down somber and then went on with his right. Yeah, you know, so that, you think Eddie's got to acknowledge that is infuriating I know. to me as a comic I agree that you have to do something to no, I agree say with you. where you go so you guys know that, and no, no humor no humor yeah you, you know, know that I was I wanted to hear Louis's perspective on it to be yeah. honest with you like I lo- I'm yeah. I like his perspective but I think his and perspective like, is so angry right now right I, I when he's ready but I don't think I he's ready I think, think... I, I think he was like I'm gonna I'm gonna need to work this out but I it's not gonna be the first joke I tell and I think he wrote some jokes that were that maybe it, people felt like he just was never going to talk about it, right. and they, and and it made it impossible for him to talk about. It. it made it impossible. By the way, I'm on Aziz's side 
with what he did because only for the fact that he could not have tried to figure out a good bit that it dealt with the emotions. The closest bit he had was that stupid fucking Pizza Hut bit. That is the dumbest fucking bit what I've joke? ever fucking seen. What? Hey, man. You never notice that you ever hear about the guys that put the spots out on the pizza? You seen that right guy? You seen that right guy? And then the bullies the guy into going, yeah, 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 yeah. Because now I'm, I'm on Netflix. I'm on Netflix. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't know about the fucking Nazi bit. And he goes, yeah, what did you think? Did it look like a Nazi? And he's like, yeah, I think so. Because he's got to be yeah. PC. And he goes, I lied. Never even happened. You, you, look at you. <laughs> if he had just said, told you I didn't rape that bitch, that would have been good. Because that's what he wanted to say, but he didn't say it because he couldn't say it. Because had he had said it, they would have called him out earlier and it would have ruined him. He got fucking double fucked that he never, you, the way things are, everyone's videotaping everything you do. So what do you think he should have done? He, he did everything he could. He did the best thing he could. He do. went away. He did everything. And by the way, I do not think what happened with Aziz was as egregious as what oh, happened no. with other people. I think Aziz got, I think what happened with Aziz is it was a, it was a, it was a case of, of, of just seeing that, that the, the fucking emperor had no clothes. He's not woke. I never understand that analogy. I've never it's, read it's that. that. It's that everyone's like. I've never looked into it. He came out and said, you know, I'm woke. <laughs> My whole life people say it. I just had to say. The naked like, emperor. Explain the, it. The, Instead the, of me going, uh-huh. Um, I, he, I, maybe that emperor had no clothes. It's actually a really bad analogy. <laughs> I'm making you as soon, as soon as I was like, wait. Eh. No, but he came out and said, I'm a feminist. I'm woke. All right. you guys are assholes. All you guys that don't hear women. And then the truth is, and this is what's true about most, if not all men. He just wanted pussy at the end of the day. That's why he got in the entertainment business. He was a, a smaller guy. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't gonna get it unless he was a, a millionaire. It's not like he's the most attractive guy in the world. It's amazing. What? What being a comedian, how hot it is yeah, for men. Yeah. I mean, it's, look at I, the it's guys. A, it's, my, it's my whole new act right now is talking about how like I just thought I I looked around and saw like guys like upgrading significantly once they get famous, and I'm like. He doesn't deserve that hot of not a chick. Not even but remotely. That's a supermodel that's with that guy that's not even mm. that impressive. And so I thought it would happen to me, but it's not this. I can't it's, get it's, supermodel it's, it's guys. Not a, it's, not a, it's not a. No, no, no. Women <clears throat> value Mike on stage telling people like what it is. People get wet for girls get wet for that because we're just like, he's the leader. It like goes back to. Old stuff, but w women don't. Yeah, that's interesting. We don't get. I can't get a hotter guy because I'm. It, I mean, I guess I'm right now going through all the female comics, their husbands yeah. and their boyfriends, going, "You are a hundred percent right." Right. I mean, I, I would. I would. It argue, doesn't mean I don't get a good guy. But yeah, but you know, but the not only one, hotter. The only one, but like, you know, you guys all get like hot and good women. Eliza cleaned up for a period. There was oh, a she? time where she was fucking like, but she's also like beautiful. NHL. Yes, she, was, yeah, yeah, she Nikki is, is Nikki so as, hot. I mean, Nikki. I mean, I mean I, yeah. all women. Like, but like Nikki, Whitney, yeah, are equally well as be beautiful. Thank you for saying that. But equally, if not more, if I mean, but but Eliza had a period where she was like hooking up with like like hockey guys yeah, and like pro athletes. And then, and I, her boyfriend's attractive. Her husband's attractive oh, now. I when I saw the, I was like, "But you're right, this he's guy, not what's like going a, on?" 
I met I because I'm not close with Eliza. We run into each other. It's always friendly, but I just didn't know. I'm like, what type of guy is marrying Eliza? Like that's fascinating. So she's been this road dog with her road dog, and then suddenly this guy. And then I saw him backstage with her, and the way he watched her on the monitor while she was doing this, like we were doing this benefit for Ray Romano. He was like so loving and like laughing at her jokes and just like. And really, like, pr- I was like, that's it. That's what you want. He's a good, it, he's a good looking like, guy in she person. got it. Good job. In person. I met him backstage and he's at good the looking. store. He's a good looking guy. I, I don't know. I, I I think he's better looking in person than I do think he is on, in, on Instagram. Do you think you have to go through a lot of, like, dumb hot dick to, like, then end up with a guy that's just like, oh, no, shucks, I, think I like I, your No, I think joke. I can get a hot guy who also looks at the monitor admiringly. That's what I want. Yeah. I will not. I want to be attracted to them. Yeah, you have to be. But what, like, like what? What's your ideal looking guy? Like, give me a stereotype of a guy where you go. Like, do you think Owen um, uh, Wilson's attractive? No, and because that's the guy that everyone says I look like on the rose. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, uh, Martha Stewart. I just watched a movie with him in it yesterday. No, I used to find him very attractive. I think because, he's a good, really good looking. Yeah, guy. and he's you're funny more of a Luke and Wilson. I think. Thank you. I think Luke Wilson is a more striking feminine. Like no, face. no, I was saying like you'd be more attracted to. Luke oh, Wilson. I'm definitely attracted to like a Luke Wilson type. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. I love that. Anyway. Nikki immediately you goes. Yeah, I do look like Luke Wilson. <laughs> Thank like you. you thought about this. I'm a like, lot. I'll take any guy that isn't Owen Wilson. Wilson, um, because that really hurt at the roast when like I forget who even had the joke that I looked like Owen Wilson and everyone fucking laughed so hard and I was just like yeah I see it like it just blew the like the place lit up and I was like well verified and um, but I'll maybe tell you maybe you need a chef because Amy and Eliza's guys are I know both chefs that I, but I'd, they'd have to be a vegan chef I can't have them like handling meat it's just too much for me I don't care if you eat meat I don't like I and I don't even know that I don't care but like i could tolerate that but if you're handling meat and like appreciate meat i can't really deal can with I that show you a guy that I, w- I would like to set you up with yes i can really can make i this, be honest I, with you 100 yeah, okay. yeah yeah i what does i he think do? i can make this happen how many yeah, what followers does he, do? does he have on instagram he's actually i think this would be a power couple <laughs> oh shit. i'm not even fucking around that's he's what i want sh- i want i want someone who is like as successful he in their as field successful. as i am he is how tall one of my i that's so funny you know what I typed his name in, and the first thing that came up was his height. Wow, which is which I'll is. tell you right now. Uh, height is he is. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> By the way, I think he has a girlfriend. Shit. Oh, that's God. even better. Yeah, it is better. Just wait for her to drop I think off. His girlfriend has kids. Okay. He's thirty-four years old. <laughs> this is really okay. a great thirty-five. Pitch, <laughs> his girlfriend has kids he doesn't i I don't think he does this guy's been married for six years i don't mind kids okay let me find a good picture of him i don't mind a wife okay here he is yeah he's cute he kind of looks like me too (laughs) yes he does a little bit we would look alike we look like brother and sister which is a good sign his name is brad leone he's a chef for bon appetit he's got a very successful cooking show online Okay. And he is, and he I would is, like to see a video of him blow up and that helps. Really... It helps when you can watch video evidence of them and then get and then watch them enough mm. that you develop a crush. Okay, you're I can't develop crushes crush this from pictures. I need video. I need to see you talking. The nice thing about a chef is they're very busy. They have long hours. They're not going to be dependent on you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. There's this one of him uh, go with their hands, making campfire. That you're gonna love. But wait a second. Is he handling meats and does he like love a, a 
yeah, cut of a meat. thing. He handles meat. Mm. He's from he's uh he's from Humanely, Philadelphia. I'm guessing. I'll, I'll, I just went out with this guy. Okay, well, I went out with this guy once that like wasn't a chef, but he was just like loved he, cooking, and he's like, I asked him what was the greatest meal you made. And he knew I was a vegan. And he was so mad about it, which I didn't even care. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm a vegan. It's not like a I know I'm really over the top on Instagram, but that's not how I conduct myself out in the world. Yeah. Like in I was vegan for a little bit. You were? Yeah. For like, I think I think. Well, ultimately, I mean, technically, if you're going to ask me how long I was vegan, it really was about Good. 45 minutes. Okay. Only, only because I didn't know that there was egg and pasta. Some pasta. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. And okay. So, and, and so I had pasta with no meat. That's I was, okay. I was because... vegan for like, a, I think, about a week. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was really difficult. It was really, really difficult to find things. Yes, and you live in L.A. Yeah, and, and then I was like, and I didn't even go to any of the vegan restaurants. I just cooked vegan. I made vegan meatloaf for the girls. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember this on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I went vegan, and, and it was really, it was, you know what, i got to be honest with you, it was very fun. Like, I had a lot of fun doing it because, yeah, it turned dinner into like, instead of going like, what do you guys want for dinner? Steaks or burgers or hot dogs or you want to make chicken? It was like an adventure. Chicken. It was an adventure. And I'd be like, what do you guys want for dinner? And, I'd be, and I'd get excited. And they'd say meatloaf. i go, I'm going to make ver vegan meatloaf. And so I went and I got all the ingredients. Yeah, everyone. Was, my sister loved my vegan meatloaf. Yeah. My vegan meatloaf was it's pretty outrageous. Vegan stuff yeah, you can add just, sauce you can't, to anything. It's like. You're in your, it's not ever going to taste like, I mean, some of it does taste like meat, but like you don't, you don't. Yeah, really, I don't like the impossible burger. Like, because it tastes like meat? We yeah, I don't bunch, like yeah. a pretend burger. Just give me a veggie burger. Give me black beans or whatever. I don't want to. I like the impossible really? burger. I also like the Beyond Burger. Mm. Beyond Burger was really 20 baby. minutes later I could feel it in my throat like it makes me burp gives me indigestion oh. I don't know yeah his body is a yeah, I have an old Jew stomach so he do you have asshole problems I mean I, I, I every do. male I, I think if I showed him to you go oh yeah you definitely do I don't notice them okay like, I've had diarrhea for maybe <laughs> 40 just, years for I've been shitting diarrhea my whole life like I don't yeah. I don't even for, notice anymore for, do you do that as a bit I've had diarrhea for four years <laughs> yeah no, that has know. to go in your act Make yeah I haven't sure had a solid shit in four years oh, yeah I don't know when just I don't having know. diarrhea for four years is so and you, I, I mean I think there is. are men that's men's assholes are just yeah. in pain all the time and they don't even know it I didn't know this uh, my asshole oh, yeah. has every problem I yeah. got the hemorrhoids. He had I got fissures, the fissure. which is one of the worst. Whenever I'm on Reddit and they go like, there's a question like, what's the worst pain you've ever felt? And there's all, I'm reading all these. Anal fissures are like what are number anal one. Fissures? Dude, it's like a little tear. And it's the smallest little tear in your asshole. But any little shit, it could be the smallest shit. The pain is like, I just got a tattoo. It's like getting your asshole tattooed by wasp every time <laughs> every I picture wasp yeah the wasp yeah yeah I'm it's looking not at the wasp with his wing holding on <laughs> yeah, to the tattoo gun just be like hold still man yeah they don't sting Stings you. you stop moving <laughs> Stings you yeah it doesn't. dude it is I I, after you shit like you shit and then two seconds later it hits you and i'm in front of a mirror like like oh, like go, biting on that. a piece of wood like it's insane dude and I mean, it's in my family like i've had bad assholes throughout generations want to go and get pain meds like what yeah did so you there's do? this thing i found rectacare which i've talked oh, about yeah before. you love rectacare if it's, anyone's suffering with oh, asshole issues and this is not an hashtag not an ad rectacare is like he loves it it's, it's like 38 dollars for he has a tube. In his pocket it's all the time yeah i don't leave home without it Wait, i i love <laughs> i love Preparation age, dude. This is on a whole nother level. Rectacare, it, it numbs your asshole. It's oh, like Novocaine for your asshole. Where do I get this? Dude, <laughs> I got you. Is it over the counter? <laughs> yes. yes. 
Mean, yeah. what, I forgot what over the counter means. It, yes. You can just it's buy it. It means the, an emperor it's, with it's no everywhere. clothes. You can yeah. get it. It's an emperor with no clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Aziz is like finish your fucking analogy, asshole. Oh, yeah, God. I feel bad for him. I, f- I really do feel bad for Aziz. I, I don't. I, I, I about hook having an awkward hookup and and having the girl take it, it a, a different I think way. It was probably a feel, little more awkward than awkward. Yeah, no, you know? I feel like the, you know I, she I felt think, her feelings and her feelings were not good. Yeah, and, and I he and might I, but not I don't have think, known that. I, I cancel things like and, you were saying the Sarah Silverman thing. Yeah, I feel bad for Sarah because I don't even remember what that episode. I mean, I don't know. I don't she don't was even, making yeah. fun of blackface um, and it, she wouldn't do it now it was no. a different time people julianne huff went for halloween if, as blackface when or to as do blackface. orange she went as blackface um, <laughs> yeah. the, the concept of it <laughs> yeah, <that's>, uh, <laughs> what would be the concept of blackface like if you just a burnt piece of cork yeah. <laughs> she went as um, for yeah, Orange is the yeah. New Black, she was being one of the characters from that, so it was recent. Well, Jimmy Kimmel did black. And she face. didn't lose. Jimmy, him. Jimmy Kimmel did did. black body. <laughs> he oh dra- he painted his whole body black, <laughs> and then made fun of Carl Malone like so. Carl Malone, like he did. The I'm fucking, sorry, but I just got be- a spray tan. I'm knocking off a skin tone that isn't mine right now. <laughs> is anyone calling me on it? I'm not saying like this if might get canceled. I could get canceled in if a couple you went years. A little darker than that. Yes, isn't that yes, crazy? I'm not kidding you. I have a joke about it in my act about doing Dancing with the Stars where they overtanned me so much that I was like, this is blackface. Like, take it down a couple <laughs> Guys, notches. Guys, I think this is problematic. <laughs> I'm going to get, I can't go on TV like this. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, that, that, I, when Sim, someone told me that Sarah lost the movie role, I'm like, huh. you know what? The, the thing is, fine, be upset about it. Punish people in the moment. Everyone's heated up. But just know that this is a ridiculous thing to do right now because you're going to forgive the person ultimately. There's so, this will all blow over. You've done it time and time again. They, who has been canceled permanently? I don't know. Besides, like big time s- rapists. I won't say oh, some I- names because, like, I there's a guy that <laughs> I know who has a movie trailer that came out today. Now I'm safe saying that because this is coming out a while from now. Oh. And I and I watched a movie trailer and I wa- and I said. Um, I said, I wonder how the internet's reacting to this because he was canceled, and I um, wa- I looked and it's not good, and then and, and you're like, and there was never like no legal proceedings, no, it was just he said she said, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I mean Chris Hardwick bounced back okay, it looks like yes, and some people should, and some by the way when I say that they all bounce back, I'm not saying like they they're not should. gonna be they're not gonna be where they were. But I'm also not saying that th- that I think they should bounce back. There are some people that I'm like, I wouldn't care to hear from them ever again. Go away. I'm glad you're an like asshole that. anyway. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And, and what you did was gross. But then there are some people that it's just like, okay, like, please, we're eventually going to let you back in. Can we just get to a place of it where we acknowledge that anyway? They they said they're sorry. But to lose a movie role that by the time that movie would come out, no one's going to be thinking about this. Can I tell you what really is bo- bothersome to me is that the people that canceled sarah that got her fired ultimately who was the the production company no 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 i mean no it's people circulating the photo of her yeah actually aren't offended by blackface at all no they there it's the it's the alt-right that did it they love that yeah because (laughs) wow that's interesting it's because but and here's where the lesson could be learned if there is a lesson to learn maybe they're trying to Ultimately, I don't, look, I don't agree with them. I'm just saying what happened. They're trying to teach Sarah a lesson because Sarah has been so cancel culture to the other side. Yeah. They're trying to say, so if you want to play ball, we'll play ball with you. 
You've been saying our behavior is problematic because we've said some things that maybe we didn't feel inappropriate. Let's go back and take a look at your record. Yes. And that's what happened to Sarah, which I, and by the way, Sarah, I, I think kind of beat everyone to the punch four years ago when it wasn't even like in, in vogue to be, uh, backing up political correctness. She, Four or she five years ago, she was like, my previous, I hate that Amy and her both said my previous character. Ugh, that makes me dislike their stand-up forever. So I was like, I'm like, oh my God, I thought you guys were funny. You were doing characters? Mm. Like what? That And don't defend it. Don't say anything. I know everyone's your friend in that group. But it, my previous character of this dumb white girl, and I'm like, Sarah, it's, that's like saying Dave Attell's character of the drinking like it's just so right. disingenuous. You wrote those jokes. Like, don't say you wrote them as a character. You're not. You're not fucking gat like a like like Bobcat was. You're, it's yes. yeah. It's but I but, but well, in defense of Sarah, but, she came out. Def- I completely agree with them. To be honest with you, Bart, it, it does. Like, I, don't I like completely things. agree that when I started out in comedy, I played a character of like a dumb, hundred percent, but Sarah, race, Sarah's, racially uh, but insensitive cunt. Sarah was doing comedy twenty five years when this char- quote unquote character, like I know, but like her character was a dumb, uh, racially insensitive cunt. Yeah, but. And, and was it, that's my point was, was it a character? But there are some jokes she did that she would go and be very sincere and talk about. And, but then, but she was oftentimes like, you knew that person wasn't doing those things. I never thought she was racist. I never thought she was racist. she would be sometimes because she would be like, I, she would be like, she would just play dumb. But that was Sarah offstage too. She wasn't racist ever, but she was I saw her body, a her body ma- mannerisms were like, and I understand Amy saying she played a character. I do get that because Amy was young. Like Amy was like in comedy, like what, like four years when she was on Last Comic Standing. But like there was, I wish I had examples, but there are jokes Sarah does saying. that you're absolutely like this is a, a street joke. She's essentially like it's. There's no part of it that is based in reality. I, I do understand what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, I think, and I think that those jokes are the ones that they're like, "Come on, like that was just a like that's what a, the worst person says." Like if yeah. you know, in terms of roast jokes, I'm writing. If you ask me if I really thought that about those people, yeah, no, like of course I don't. It's totally different. So it's like, but but you would be like, well, Nikki, you were yourself on the roast. Then, it's like but, no, but I'm playing the worst character version of myself. I wouldn't tell this to these people. I, t- I mean, look, I've said some horrible things. I think. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I get I get disconnected from the defense of. I see I was, what you're saying. I was playing a character because you said them. Like, but here's the thing. That's why I love when I watch Veep. I'm like, wow. If I wrote for a show like this, I could let out some crazy shit. Right. Like, because that's where you can hide behind a character. I mean, look, the people that are writing those jokes, Damn. you're like. Your mind is dark as shit. Yes. And you get away with it in such so we, a different way than stand up. Now, what about what about the concept of like and and this is parallel to the quote unquote characters of stand up versus writing for a sitcom. Right. People have said in in reflection that a show like The Office today could not be made. Right. And they're saying because it was so racist. By the way, and sexist. Number and one se- popular show on Netflix. And it is still yeah. Do you remember when they both brought Asian chicks to the Christmas party? Oh my god! And they put one and two on their arms so they could tell them apart. I mean, I still didn't know. It's- 
Kulap was in that. But, Do you know Kulap? Uh-uh. No. But like, but like, yeah. Look at all the woke people that were in that show, right? Yeah. Like everyone, everyone. B.J. Novak, woke. Mindy Kaling, woke. Yes. Fucking uh, Steve Carell. Like it was filled. Like, right. So like, my question is. Hold that. They were at table reads. Why didn't someone stand up and go, guys, this is racist? I think they need to be canceled. I know. See, that's what, that's when, what the where right does. does it end? That's what the right does. And that fucking pisses me off. Don't don't cancel Sarah to prove a point. Right. Prove it. Cancel Sarah if you really are offended by her actions. That is exactly it. Because, Bert, when I worry about being canceled about things that I've previously said, it's not by people who would actually be offended because I, I didn't say anything actually offensive. I'm actually scared of trolls who hate me for being outspoken about whatever I'm outspoken about, That's finding exactly something what it is. to then let people know exactly and, and stoke the fire. I'm not worried about the people, the the actual people who would get uh, would be offended. That's, it's about the it's about those little sneaky guys that want to ruin you. That's what I mean. You're once right. Again, once that again, is the fear. I, I'm I'm one, I'm speaking. You do not need to speak in this because I know Amy is one of your close friends. But I say the biggest the what f- kind of fucked Amy, but. This is who Amy is, so you can't falter. She's a person of integrity. Was when she decided to speak up on certain issues that these quote unquote comedy nerd fans, these like cringe guys, were like, fuck you. You're supposed to be outrageous. That's why we came to the party. Mm-hmm. You switched parties on us? Mm-hmm. And Amy was just like, yo, they shot up my fucking movie. I'm going to come out against guns. And everyone, yeah. was like, and everyone was like, whatever happened to Amy? We love? Like, it was like this if you. If you, it's almost like if they feel like you switch brands on them, they come after you right. and they try to cancel you. She tried to be sincere. She tried to be a little sincere and and come out against and like and maybe a tad bit like sensitive to women's issues, which was all coming to the head at that time. And people were like, and I think a lot of like it was a lot of O and A fans that were like, like, yeah. oh, bro, what happened to the little sister that we all knew and loved that would say like the most fucked up shit. I know. Yeah. Actually, she's still that person that says the most fucked up shit, but she also just gives a shit, yeah. too, yeah. And, and cares about what she cares about. And that's the whole thing about... I know that my vegan tirades are, like, annoying and, like, oh, God, shut up and too overly sincere. I can't help it, and but I'm still I can still be a, a good comic. But I think that they, they can't separate those See, two. I have made the conscious decision to try to stay out of politics yeah. only because... I I found over and over again that I don't know anything. Like that I yeah, personally I don't, That's how don't know I anything. Feel. And so I say I remember one time I I put something about human rights up or uh, animal rights. I, I retweeted PETA, right? Mm-hmm. I retweeted PETA. Wow. Yeah, PETA Pit. I, I don't I don't by the way. PETA Pit. <laughs> 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 they were promoting a new hummus and it was a little off brand oh, for birds. There's not enough chicken so in this. Fucking good. <laughs> I was promote. I I retweeted. I'm by the way. I don't. I like. I mean. I'm sure. I don't know much about PETA, but like what I do know. Like if we're talking about the broad strokes, they support animals. I love animals. That's that's, that's where I'm at. That, oh yeah. Yeah. So like, whatever you support PETA, you get the animal rights activists coming after you, and, and people who hate animal people coming after you. Man, no one was on my side on this tweet. <laughs> No one. People hate PETA, but yeah. Oh man, it's so the crazy. PETA people hate me. Because I look like what I look like. The animal yeah. people, the the anti PETA, are like you. You're a traitor, and that's right. what, that was like that. That's the the, the you're a traitor. And then this one guy, and then this one guy's like, bro, 
take that down. I will never buy another ticket from oh, any of your shows. Oh, give me a break. And then I was like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I'm sure it was something. What was it What was it about? Do you remember? I do not remember. Like it, saving a I'm whale sure from a captive fo- I, I think situation. it was about fox hunting or something. Okay. No, it wasn't. That's not what it was. <laughs> that was. It was a long time ago. And it the, was a fox hunting. And I, or something sure, like I got that. it. I got gotcha. you. And yeah. I wrote back to this guy. I go, bro, at the base of things, how can you not support what PETA stands for. You have a dog in your profile. And he's like, fuck face, read my Instagram, my my Twitter handle. And it was dog pig hunter dog. And he just hunted pigs with his dogs. I was like, oh, never mind. My bad. You're right. I didn't read it. Um, I no, just- well, that is a perfect example of the hypocrisy of people who love certain animals and don't extend that love to all animals. And I don't have a problem with dog pig no. hunter because if you hunt your own stuff with your dog, I really don't have a problem with you. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you know what? The only people that should be able to allow, allow to eat factory farmed meat are people who work in the factory and actually do the dirty work of killing these animals because it, the rest of us get to just be turn a blind eye to it and eat it and not have to like actually see what happens. They you should be able to eat meat if you if you do it. I don't think they want meat after nine oh. hours of cutting off exactly. a sheep's head. Yeah. Exactly. I think they should deliver a cow to your house. And you have to if cut you, it if the you, throat? Yeah, and you have to uh, slaughter it in yeah. your front yard. I want there to be blood in your front yard. If you like meat that much, that's what you should be able to have to I'm, do. And I would be fine with that. I'm, 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 I'm saying this. Would based you be able on... to kill a cow, uh, kill a bull or whatever? Kill a cow? What is it? Cow meat? Yeah. Here's the thing: is I would, yeah. I would, I would, up cow until meat. the point where I actually killed it and I realized what I did, and then yeah. I would break oh, down. Oh, the aftermath. Yeah. We shot, we shot a buffalo on trip flip. There was it was we, they had to like manage the herds or whatever yeah and so they had to kill a buffalo and I was so yeah. like oh this is gonna be a great experience you know like whatever whoo I was crying like you've never our really? whole crew was crying yeah because they he goes it's with the Crow Nation up in uh, in Montana we're up on a hill the whole pack of herd of buffaloes on the base guy lines up his shot we're all up there takes the shot and the herd of buffalo move. And then, except for one, and he's just like you can see him. Like, I don't feel so good. What happened? Oh yeah. What's going on? Oh wow. He's and then he's standing. like, he's like, I don't. And his buddy's like, I don't think you got him. And he goes, I'll get him this oh, time. Man. And then the herds moved away. And uh, this is gonna make the you a little upset. Little baby buffaloes, like, Daddy, come on, we're all leaving. Something's going on. And he's like, <laughs> fucking bark giving like, these. <laughs> Give me a sec. Give me a sec. I'm not feeling so hot. Pop again. And then the thing goes down to one knee. And then pops back up like I can make it. Tries to move, and the and the baby one's like, "Come on, daddy, we got this. We got to get out of here." Pop, pop, pop. Like after six shots, we are sobbing, crying, and they're like, "He's down." And we're like, "That wasn't what we thought it would be. No. It was oh, fucking horrific." Damn, that sucks. I had a podcast with Kimmy Warner, this uh, spear fisherman, and she was talking about conservation and how using the whole part of the animal. And I came up with this premise where I just said to you, like. They should deliver a cow to your front yard, and you, if you want a bee meter, you got to kill it yourself, and you got to, you got to cook, use all of it. You got to use all of it. Oh wow! And I think that would really change things a bit. I mean, obviously, I'm going to a steakhouse tonight, so that's not going to be up my alley 100. percent Yeah. But like, but like, <laughs> I, but there is like certain things like when you do have to kill it yourself, it puts the onus on you. Well, it's just like when you see, like you just see your dog, when you see your dog get scared or feel unsafe, like that's, that that feeling when they're cold or they're struggling, you're just like, the, to picture your dog feeling that is just like hell. 
Like it's, uh, you know, I don't know what it's like to have kids, but like that's the closest I felt to that kind of thing of like my do- thinking of my dog suffering. Like I, I can't even think about it, but that's what happens. All pigs and feel the same kind of thing. And I just, if I think about that suffering and if I see, uh, d- you just describing that, seeing that must've been so hard. It was so and hard. it's so well, interesting to me that everyone had that same reaction. Everyone. took so many shots. That's Everyone the on the crew, You're you like, had a whole crew with you? Everyone was yeah. crying. Oh my God. Everyone was crying because it's- How it's, did they pick which one to shoot? Is there a reason? Uh, they pick the oldest. They, yeah. I, I think they they have binoculars and they look for tags. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But like it, we've had a number of those incidents. We had a number of those incidents on Trip Flip where, the, you know, our motto was, "We're we all eat meat. You guys better be fucking cool with this because if they, if you eat meat, you better be cool with the harvest." And I was, I, I mean, I'm not even joking. Like. Not once was I cool with the harvest. Like I never. Yeah. I, we stabbed a pig in the heart on, in Hawaii, and I, I mean, look, I could tell. I'm. I would. I would love to say that I'm a badass. I could. I couldn't do it. They yeah. gave me the knife, and I handed it to another guy. Like, you're up, man. It's your vacation. And he it's was your like, vacation. and he like stabbed it, and he was like, oh, that's not cool. Oh, and it was, and I it bet was, that haunts him. Oh. And the noise that the pig was making was probably so. The hogs make the biggest. I'm from Florida, and you could hear it all. Really? Where are you from in Florida, Port St. Lucie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Who the fuck comes from Port St. Lucie? <laughs> Holy know. shit! I but know. yeah, well, they they had you. We did it in Hawaii. We tracked them with dogs. They had co- do- collars, GPS collars on the dogs. We set the dogs out, and then we follow the dogs. You hear them, and then you hear. And yeah, it's pretty brutal, man. It's like, and like obviously, I'm I'm not critiquing the Hawaiians that took us out and did it. This is part of their culture. Those pigs are invasive. They tear up the dirt. The dirt flows into the ocean it ruins the reefs this mm-hmm. is part of how they sustain their own island i get all of that i'm not judging anyone i'm just saying from personal personal experience it was heart-wrenching yeah i'm just like i don't know yeah i'm i just never i hope i don't ever come back as an animal like if there's reincarnation oh. no thanks being an animal they, i would People love go, to come back as my wife's animals that's what i i want to come back as like a golden retriever because you'll be treated rogan's amazing. golden retriever yeah i mean the <laughs> yeah. best life Oh, if I don't know. Like he has to really run a lot. I don't know. Yeah, that dog yeah. runs a fuck. dog's like, shit. I don't dog. want to fucking hike today. I just want to. Dog's yeah. like, bro, man. I don't, the dog comes home. He's like, All right, he's got a podcast. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because even having this conversation, there are. What's what's bothersome is that about some things that people are losing their minds right now, going like, yeah, but what about, what about? And you're like, hey, just, just for a second, devil's advocate. Hear, hear the other side of the fence for a little bit and then let it change your mind or let it not mm-hmm. and let you be steadfast in your opinions. Yeah. But like that's the thing that I think there's not enough of in, and I think it's the premise of cancel culture is people ref- are immovable. Empathy. Couldn't that happen to you? How would you like to have yeah. this handled when it does? That like, it's, they don't it's wanna, a lot they of don't that. Want, they think about, if you're talking shit about that, then you're talking shit about their parents and their grand, like it's tradition. Like, yeah. I killed, my dad killed, his dad killed. This is what we've done for a hundred yeah. years. How the hell do you think you're going to tell and me how I'm going to, and they take it personally. It's so delicious. It doesn't have to be. So yeah. Scary. I still eat and meat. The and the idea I of not it. having it makes people so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing. Like people just like what they like. And it's like, well, 
In Florida, uh, they'll grow a hog. Like they'll the have a hog as a awesome. pet, and it'll be like three hundred pounds or whatever, and they'll grow it. And the kids, it will be a pet in the ha- like. I mean, and then I, and oh. then they kill it after like two years, and then if they eat able it. To do that, and that's then they, so. But the thing with that they say though is that the kid will then learn about life and how my wife. Life, my wife. I, you can yeah. be murdered at some point by people who love you. My wife had a pig. Yeah, yeah. yeah my All wife right, had that's a pig. Good point. They, she grew it. It was because that's true. Yeah, and then they <laughs> killed it and they ate it, and my wife was devastated yeah she was like hold on i got emotionally attached to that fucking animal yeah of course that is that's gotta be so traumatizing and i complain about my parents lied to me about santa claus um what about when they murdered your best friend (laughs) out in the barn my wife used to have to kill chickens with her bare hands oh my god you know what i mean like to just to be a little girl and go they go hey go get us a chicken and they didn't mean like bringing it alive and leanne would just be like i mean i'd like but and and when you talk about like my grandfather, my grandfather, my grandfather, there was no like speaking up in the fucking early eighties and being like, guys, that I just want you to know, like yeah. you you no, had to, you just do it, dude. I had yeah. one friend that was a vegetarian, and everyone's like, dude, your family's fucking weird, like fake baloney, like phony baloney, we're like oh. fucking, People and he'd get a whopper so- with like no meat. And just cheese, and we'd be like, "What a, what a fucking, you know." Like, there was like yeah, such a stigma to it. I like mean, a loser. Yeah, do you, do like, you, do you don't do feel you, manly. Like you yes, take away it's fem- effeminate. Yeah. Do you long for any meat at all? Um, I long for the ease of meat, like the availability of it and the options. And like, there's some fish that I'm like, "Oh god, I fucking love fish." You miss crab, right? No, Cra- like crab legs. Yeah, crab was like my favorite food, but no, I miss like froyo and like feta and just like some things that you don't even know there is milk in it or is something. There, is there mm. is there uh, from my experience veganism is more of an ethical decision, correct? It doesn't have to be. I feel like some people do it for health. Some people do it to save the world because like cows are farting and it's ruining the world. But I do it just because uh, like I just, I got dogs and then I was like, I, every animal is a dog and why I can't contribute to pigs feeling like sad and scared and being like, where's my mama? Like I can't do something that is that supports that Ooh. industry. No, I'm waiting for my daughters to turn vegan. Because they're both huge animal lovers. Yeah. And the second they realize, I think I think Isla especially, the second they're she sensitive. realizes, she's going to be like, hold the fucking phones. Her friends are all, two of her friends are vegetarian. And, you know, it's, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I'm definitely not woke, but I'm definitely woke enough to be like sensitive to a child's needs. Yeah. And not be the person that's like, oh, you're a fucking kid. Eat a pepperoni. Like, right. And there no. are dads that are like that. Of course. Yeah, you're like, such a good dad. How do you do, how do you, how do you do it, Bert? Like how, you work like so goddamn family. much. Um, And I want to, so, your life is the one that I want the most. And yeah. I, when I switch <laughs> agencies, <laughs> I mean, I don't know all of it, but I feel like I see a lot of it. Actually, I feel like I was here for the earthquake because I lived through that with you. I I almost just said I was here for the earthquake because I felt like I was. You took me on that adventure. I was screaming at my phone, go go under something. What are you doing walking around next to bookshelves going like, Isla, come here. My only regret is not yelling, body shots, world tour. (laughs) Isla was half asleep. She's like, shut up. Yeah, you're like, wake up, Isla. Um, Yeah, how do you do it? I don't. I don't think I do it well. I, I know. I, I mean, but you, uh, but I don't know. Do you think you you think you're gonna have kids? Um, no. But I just mean like uh, 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 the idea of having kids is so far off because 
I would like to first meet someone that I could either go, yeah, I want to have kids with you or. If you got pregnant still... right now. Um, that's a great question. Uh, depends on if the dad would be involved. So, okay. Let's, I need let's, some help. Let's, and let's, I need some parental. Let's, let's workshop this. Okay. Uh, you're doing a theater in Cleveland. Uh, if One you're gonna the- make me hook up with someone randomly in Cleveland, that would never, legit, never happen. What about Why? just some random cum in a jar? Okay, if the, I accidentally bumped a shelf and it fell yeah, off and, and it and fell up your vagina and went in, it spilled into my vagina, <laughs> and it's a cool jar. Okay, I like in Cleveland. Yeah, so you're in CrossFit okay. and you're doing those push-ups on off the ground <laughs> off your head. <laughs> yes. Someone comes up with a squirter bottle. <laughs> Um, just like a hot the only way that I could get pregnant is if I had sex with someone and I kind of I have a rule where I don't have sex unless I'm in a committed relationship really yeah I've been doing it for a while I didn't realize it was like a thing that I did but I just a lot of what my special is about is the fact that sex makes me really connected with men even like yeah, I didn't even explore this by the way, on my special. By the way, it definitely should. It should. It didn't <laughs> yeah, used to because yeah. I would get blackout drunk. I, I know, but you're like, that's, that's such a fucking, there are so many people that are going to hear that because of the way culture's gotten where yeah. it's like Tinder swipe, swipe, mm-hmm. swipe, where you go, where they're like, you know what I didn't realize is like, I get really connected with men. There will be some people going, that is crazy. I find a connection when I have sex with a person. <laughs> yes, but it's, it's, it's like, it's too much. Like, I feel like men, um, I have bad. Cho- I make bad choices with men, and I feel like they have the ability to really make me so sad. And like, and when I get depressed, it's just like I can't work or function. So I'd rather just not even risk dealing with them because they disappoint me so much. I know that feeling, and it hurts. Yeah, you know. Can I tell you? I said this to Leanne the other day. You hear? You know that is the yeah me, me and you. That is the base of misogyny. Just the opposite of that, where guys feel the exact same thing that's how misogyny shows up like so we <gasps> halston and i were oh. halston and i were talking about this to leanne because she was like leanne's jokingly but not jokingly been calling me an outright misogynist and i was like no there are times in my life that i've been misogynistic like been a misogynist but it's always because that feeling you said i felt i feel the exact same way but from guys we were never allowed to vocalize stuff like that all you could do is say to your buddies like dude fuck bitches dude who needs a fucking chick? Bang them, get the fuck out. That and and that That's energy, what I'm almost at. Yeah, that energy is shared with men and women. It's just women were given a set of coping skills and mechanisms to say, maybe I need therapy to figure this out. Maybe I'm gonna read a book. <sighs> Guys didn't have that like welcoming center. Mm. And Halston and I said that to Leanne, and she's like, huh? What the fuck? Like, like couldn't wrap her yeah, head around Yeah, well, it. it's all about you guys not being able to process your sadness and your disappointment and your, like... And it's and, not our and fault. And it comes out in anger. It so can't it comes be our out fault. in no, fucking no. bitch. Yeah. All women are whores. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, Start referring yes. to... Dude, there is a... And all huge... men are fuckboys, which I don't like that because I, they're, they're not all fuckboys. I'm choosing fuckboys. They're not all. I don't... There are so many good guys that would treat me so well. I'm not interested in you. It's it is my problem. It's it I'm starts not, with me, and I acknowledge that. I'm not that. interested in you. I'm not interested in someone who's going to be. Not, there are times in my life, like you just realize, like, oh, I'm choosing people who are so unavailable and are, that are just stoking this flame of me being like they're fucking all like this, and it's just it's I'm the chooser. So wait, so they're then, not all like that. So let's get to the base of this problem because you are the exact opposite in business. Um, you cannot be, you can't run your romantic life the way you run your career 
men are, I'm not attracted to men who want to be bossed around and told what to do. I'm attracted. I want to be bossed around and told what to do in a relationship. But in my career, I'm very much like, I want this. I don't want this. I'm going to get that. And that's not attractive. And I can't put that away in a relationship. So I attract men who are into that and I don't respect you. Hey, Nikki. Whoa. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, Andrew. Shut up. Um, no, I really <laughs> like th- that. Was too polite. By yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shut your trap. Shut um, your trap. Yeah, and I yeah, feel I mean, like that is that's the problem. Is that a lot of girls are taught to be? We're all like feminists now, and we can run our own shit. But that doesn't work to attract the kind of men that we're into because we want to be bossed around a little do you, bit. Do you think? Do you, do you, that's an interesting point. Do you think feminism is shifting a lot of expectations women had about men and is shifting the way men are feeling about themselves in relationships? Hmm. Expl- give me an example. Well, you just, I, whatever you just said was really smart. And all I heard from that was um, feminism has taught women to be in control of stuff and, and drive, yes. drive stuff. And most men... We're, we're brought up to think I'm going to be in a relationship where uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. Yeah, it's unattractive to men. W- women yeah. are being, bec- we now can have everything in our career lives, but that kind of behavior in relationships is, un- it pushes men away because men want to chase, men want to pursue. It's their nature. And so we, we come at them with this energy that has been instilled in us in a great way of like, you can do anything. You can have anything. Ask the guy out. And that does work with some men. Some men prefer that. But um, the problem is you have to be into the type of guy that prefers that. And a lot of women aren't. A lot of girls like me who run their own shit, do not, they, we, I want to be dominate. I want to be led. I want a man to yes. like take, you know. I'm That's, very masculine in my, in my career. But I'm a lady in the sheets. No one wants... You're, you, what you're saying, what's really interesting is I, I have I had a premise that I can't really, I can't work it out because it just sounds, it's, it's not all the way thought out, yeah. but the premise is that all, all men are identical uh, at the end of the day. Liberal, uh, Antifa, Proud Boy, they're all fucking identical. When it comes to, they just want chicks and they're all going to act the exact same way about chicks. Mm-hmm. It's just, they that's, their whole goal is to get chicks. Women are, the, are like a fucking pendulum swing. Women are so fucking different. There are women that are like this. We want shoes. This has nothing to do with sex. I give two fucks about sex or about that. It's like, like, but, but what you said was like, is really interesting is that these guys that come from a cuck perspective of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's, it's like a, it's a virtue signaling thing you see online where it's like, they almost uh, like get close with the enemy to be like, that's how I'm going to get Guess what? We're not fucking those guys. Yeah. We're is not. that ultimately we're not into it i mean like sexually guys, i'm so appreciative of those guys that stand up for us and like and, and by the way there are some guys that are feminist and out out outspoken about it that like you're hot enough and ma- i, I uh, don't care rob, rob delaney <laughs> yeah rob yeah. delaney rob is delaney, a hardcore feminist but he's, but he's actually like man. masculine about he's a it very masculine there's a man. way yeah. to be feminist and is. be hot <laughs> right? yeah if you're hot no it's there's <laughs> a way to do it but i, I I'm not attracted. If you, if you don't respect women, get the fuck out. Like if you're at all misogynist, I'm not interested in that yeah. anymore. That was me in my early twenties that like liked guys that would neg me or be mean to me. No, I'm not attracted to that. What I'm talking about is like, not, I don't want a guy that's mean or that's uh boss, like is going to hit me or something. I want a guy that's just like, 
I'm I'm going to get you the way that I the way that I went after my career and got it no matter what anyone said yeah. and failed. I want a guy to pursue me that hard. I respect that's what I want. Mid-roll reads. Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. This podcast is also brought to you by my friends at Shinesty. I absolutely love Shinesty. If you've ever seen me in one of my um bathing suits my dong sarongs my dong thongs mm-hmm. I, I forget what the legal term jens calls it um that those are shinesty i absolutely love their bathing suits i do they've got great hawaiian shirts that are a little stretchy with a beer holder on their side they have amazing ski jumpsuits they have amazing suits they, there's so much they have the greatest kimono they sent me a kimono. Yeah. Isla stole it within a matter of seconds. Yep. It's gone. Shinesty is a bunch of cool dudes making cool dude shit. Check out the website, shinesty.com. But more importantly, check out their ball hammock support. They've got these boxer briefs that have this ball hammock support that gives your boys the space and security they need. It literally is like nothing else you've ever felt. And your dick looks huge in these. I'm not even joking. Like I put them on and it like thrusts you out and it makes your package look insane. Super comfortable. I went running on them in the treadmill last night. Constructed from the finest material, so soft. Microbial. It's three times softer than any cotton and naturally moisture wicking and breathable. For sure, the finest fabric to ever grace your grundle. <laughs> Unique hilarious patterns if you haven't seen them you got to check them out it's they've got one with a shark they've got one with a bald eagle i ran with the one with the bald, bald eagle on my crotch and felt like i was soaring on the treadmill they've also got tasteful solids instead if you don't want to be like me and have a bald eagle on your crotch you can also do the ball hammock subscription the subscription saves you 35 percent off and you get free shipping on every pair no commitment pause modify or cancel your subscription at any time customize your subscription Choose from an assortment and frequency. They make sure you always have a fresh pair for your pair. Like I said, you got to go to Shinesty.com. You're going to love this website. You're absolutely going to love this website. They've got NFL team suits and overalls, Christmas suits, dresses, seamless thongs, four-way stretch Hawaiian shirts with a beer pouch, retro ski suits. I've already told you all of that. You have to go to this website. You're going to fucking love Shinesty. Because it's literally just the tip of the iceberg for guys and gals. Ball hammocks by Shinesty. Your pair deserves better. Shinesty is letting my listeners get their first pair of subscription ball hammocks for only five bucks. Just head to Shinesty.com slash BirdCast to try out your first pair today. That's S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y dot com slash BirdCast to get your first pair of ball hammock boxers for only $5. Trust me, your balls will thank you. Thank you, Jens. Thank you, Shinesty. So glad we're working together. This podcast is also brought to you by ButcherBox. Look, when it comes to meat, quality meat matters. You can taste it in the texture, the taste, everything. Better for you, better for the animal, better for the environment. And not everyone has access or can at least convenient access to high-quality meats. I learned that when we went to Georgia and I and or Alabama with Leanne and it, well, the place we're at, I couldn't get anything grass-fed free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or any wild-caught salmon at the grocery store. And I thought to myself, we're in the middle of the country. This is where they grow grass-fed beef. Yeah, but I (laughs) couldn't get it there. Right. So if you're one of those people that can't get that, 
I've got an answer for you. It's ButcherBox. ButcherBox believes everyone deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meat. And I absolutely love it. We have a freezer full of ButcherBox. And it's so nice to go out and get their pork, those pork chops. Mm -hmm. Just bring it in, throw it in the fridge, let it defrost naturally, grill it up. And it's like you're at a, at a five-star restaurant. Yes, it's delicious. High, I'm telling you when I say it's high-end meat. Yes, it is. The and bacon's you can, amazing. You too. can taste the difference. Am I right? Yes. Every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meats right to my house. All meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 people, packed fresh, shipped frozen, vacuum-sealed, so it stays that way. I can customize my box or go with one of theirs. Either way, I get exactly what I want. I love going with theirs because sometimes I don't know what I want. Yeah, I like that too. You know? Yeah. ButcherBox is a no-brainer. It's the best meat shipped right to my door, which means one less trip to the grocers. Options like 100% grass-fed finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar nitrate-free bacon. Their bacon is so to good. die for. It's so it good. is so fucking good. It's the way bacon should be. It's I believe. really good, yeah. And and the the meat is the way meat should be. ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. With ButcherBox, you get the highest quality meat for just about six bucks per meal. And they even have free shipping nationwide, except in Alaska or Hawaii. Sorry. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box. For the life of their prescription, plus $20 off their first box. And their Go ground beef is good. Their ground beef is phenomenal. Really good, yeah. You know, that's the ground beef I cooked in this cook-off with Sebastian. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Just go to butcherbox.com slash Burt or enter the promo code Burt at checkout. That's butcherbox.com slash Burt or enter the promo code at checkout. Do you want to, okay. I want to get a wear me down. See, I, I, I want to be convinced. Interestingly enough, I, I want to be sold. And then there are some guys like, I don't need to be sold. Really? Yeah, just like fucking hot dudes that I've... This is the thing, Bert. I have crushes on guys that I'm now getting uh, exposed to as someone who's like, you know, creeping up in fame that I've liked, that I've watched on TV for years or enjoyed their music for years. And I'm like, I have a shot with that guy that like I fantasize about in high school. That kind of shit. It's happening. That's that's where I can go. Yeah, let's do this right now. I don't need you to. I don't need you to be my. Boyfriend. No, I've already. I've already like you played this in your head. Yes, I played. I've masturbated to you before. This is a trophy. Already. Fuck. Before I, I. By the way, I just want to know names right now. Mm. Like I'm like Rob I Thomas. Really have any? No, I. Gene wish. Simmons. <laughs> oh my god, Rob Thomas. I like he's someone Finn that. Doctors. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it is what I think. I matched on Raya with um. And this is not an example of Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. And I was like, I could maybe fuck Adam Duritz. That's wild. One that would have thousands. been my dream as yeah. a 10th grader. I I once touched his dreads because I was like a grabby He just cut teen. them off apparently. I know, I know. I touched him before when I was at a concert because I was like, I love you so much. And then I matched with that guy. I have a chance to maybe bang that guy. Not saying that so I wait, could. So what's Rhea? Rhea's the- Raya is Raya? the celebrity dating app. And I didn't. I never wrote back but I because I was too scared, but- and he's Adam. It's he's too old for me now. Yeah, that you know, yeah. it's just like they're. He'd fall in love with you, and you'd have to break his heart, and that would break your he's heart. Too, we're just we've always been too far in age length. But when I was in tenth grade, he was like a cute young boy, and so oh. I, I could dream. A girl could dream. Now that's reality. But yeah, there's some people I'm gonna. And now that I I feel like I'm only getting more famous. I'm not trying to be braggy, but that's just the way that it, this works. Yeah, it, it's been a slow it, and yeah. steady climb. It 
what the the people that are going to open up to me, I might be like, I could maybe do so, like guys that I wouldn't even think I have a chance with. But then I also think that I'm getting older. And so those chances are diminishing. No, you're not. How were you? 34? 35. Jesus Christ. 35 is still like, 35, I know I'm going to enjoy it because I'm as young, young as I'll ever me. be. That's that. Thank you. 35. I go, eh. I mean, it's like, it's gotta be nice. How old are you? 46. 46. Yeah. yeah I'd go 46. 46. I, 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 I Leanne's I turned, have to. Leanne turned 49 today. <laughs> really? And I, and I, I mean, I make, I made a joke about it the other day, but I need a chick with a sloppy decolletage. Like I need, like, <laughs> I need like, I, but, but I, but in, in everything you said, I look for the woman like that take charge of woman. I yeah. find that sexy. And Leanne was that. I did too. Leanne was that the, the day I met her was like, Oh, yeah, some guys are into it. Well, yeah. you could be, I think that there's always like a strong line of you're a cuck or you're a, a manly man and you could yeah. be both you could be sensitive and talk about your feelings while being able to throw a football 45 yards well yes. 50 maybe you know? yeah. but you know what i mean like and like you were saying though that you couldn't confide in your friends growing up because you'd be called a little bitch you'd be called a cuck yeah and now but then you also say that you won't fuck cucks so now no, it's like i will tell you the <laughs> i've told you this before the most yeah. turned on i ever got was watching my boyfriend sob i was like you're accessing feelings. I talk about it in my special. I'm so but they got to be like manly tears. Help. They can't. No, be it like, doesn't. Oh, help! I want you. No, it's more no, no that I'm. I don't think that I don't want a guy that I have to be like. Ask me out. Kiss me. That's yeah. what I don't want, and that is what some guys do need. Some but guys do need that. They do and need, especially in today's culture. Yes, yes. Today's culture has demanded it. Ah, uh, you're so right, and I'm just keep waiting. And guys never make. I was in a bed with a guy. <laughs> this is wild. Oh, I spend. <laughs> Andrew witnessed it. I spent yeah, I was all there. I was day with this dude, hanging out, laughing at his jokes, flirting, and like he. I had dude too. Do I know comedian? Comedian? No. Actor? <laughs> no. Uh no. No. What, somewhere what, in the middle. Somewhere so like so uh somewhere in the uh, the in in our industry. Okay. <laughs> Hung out with this guy all day and really putting in because I wanted to hook up with him. I did I previously did really, really like this guy. Um thought he might end up being my boyfriend at one point, and then he uh we had a very intimate moment on the FaceTime, um, a couple of them, like emotionally intimate, where I was like, yes, he's opening up. I love this. And then apparently, and then he ghosted me. And then he reached out to Andrew and explained to Andrew that I did just seen too much and that he could never like look at me the same way because I saw him in such a yes, vulnerable I'm state. I'm dying to know. What, I'll tell you who off this, Yeah, who this, I'm like kind of going like, what? Yeah. So anyway, it's yeah. it happens a lot. I think a lot of times this happens to me a lot with guys is that they open up to me about something that they've never told anyone because I'm very non-judgmental and it just I have that effect on people and it's I, I it's always happened to me and I think guys do that and I tend to psychoanalyze which I should not do anymore and they make some breakthrough with me and then they're like oh no she saw that thing from my childhood or whatever it is and then they're like. They're not ready to really face it. And I've opened up this door in their and, mind. And now they can't not and look in that mirror, in that window. When they see me, it's like, like that's what they oh, think of. Fuck. And she knows this thing. And she, and meanwhile, I've I forgotten it. I don't even I care. Seven. It didn't. 
your your childhood trauma didn't even <laughs> your childhood trauma it just turned me on Every I, time know, I, I see... didn't know the details it didn't even Every register i see nikki i sucked my own cock yeah <laughs> it was um and so i anyway this guy i uh, eventually he comes back around and i'm like you know what i need to like hook up i need a fucking story i've already i've already hooked up with this guy before and this is months after he ghosted me. He apologized. We had a good like thing, and I felt I felt like I forgave him. But I was also like, I'm I'm watching you. And anyway, I put in all this work all day. Andrew has to, Andrew hangs out with us too, and then we end up back at his place. I have a three a.m. pickup from the hotel to go to to get a, a five a.m. flight. It's one a.m. We're back at his his hotel. We're in his bed. I'm fully clothed because he has not like touched me yet. Well, he just we just walk into his suite and then he just gets in bed and he strips down as he's talking to me just about whatever work and doesn't acknowledge that we're and I go, oh, that's what we're doing. Gets in bed. I get in bed because I go, I'm well, I'm not going to just sit here and watch you in bed. I don't even understand. And it's getting to that point where it's too embarrassed. It's it's too much of a hassle to leave. And I've put in this much work that I'm like, I'm going to at least get fingered a little bit or something here. <laughs> but at least to get to make out and feel something. Yeah. So I get in bed with him. And meanwhile, we, we've hooked up before. OK, I get in bed with him and I am waiting. And it is now we're talking in bed like it's me and my girlfriend in fourth grade talking, just staring at the ceiling, talking about he's not even touching me. And I'm, by the way, I'm clothed, so I haven't, so then I go, I'm taking off my pants. Take off my pants. That's, that's the sign. Make a move. I'm yeah. getting undressed. It got to the point where I was like, are you falling asleep? Cause like our conversation was getting a little bit stilted and well, he goes, it was a podcast. Uh, eventually, it was a podcast. yeah, <laughs> we're coming up on an hour. <laughs> it, it, we it probably felt like, yeah, you should Because it was that. that, our conversation was that unsexy. It was just like. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how have I found myself here? And then finally I go, um, I'd love for you to touch me, by the way. Because they got to the point where I go, I'm, I'm going to leave. And he goes, what? Well, already when you've said that, you, I bet you're kind of starting to get him, like getting to the point where you're like, I'd love for you to touch me. But to be honest with you, the fact that I had to say that is making me fucking oh. a little angry. Oh, boy. Because as soon as we did start touching, I was like, I'm so mad right now. I can't even enjoy this because I'm so... I, w- I would have enjoyed this. I got so turned on. He touched my back in the elevator earlier in the day. I was, like, into it. And so I... It w- it's interesting he- that one little touch can get a girl going for, like, seven hours later. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, like, I was down for he it. He touched my... You always hear that, like, he grazed my knee. And so yeah. then I, I I 69 with him five hours later. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's something so sexual. It takes a while to dry It's like, if we just do this, Bert, like that. it's like, you know, it's oh. like, who knows what will happen? I did. I'll hold on to that. By the way, you have to touch my dick with intention to turn me on. God, is that true? That's so interesting. You can't, like, rub my back and I'm like... Oh, my God. To any girls listening, I mean, girls, it's like... The the most thrilling thing to me when you are first like hanging out with a guy and you don't you like him so much and you don't know if he likes you is when your legs you're sitting next to each other and there's a your your t- legs flush and you just hold it. Oh my god! Even thinking about it, like you just the guy doesn't pull away and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. He just leaves it. You you're to like stab your dick oh, with a hot this iron. Is fucking on. That's how little. That's like a, a whole chapter in Fifty Shades. By the way, that is like so. <laughs> That is so foreign to me that I'm like yeah. that I'm like, huh? You're li- I'm gonna you know I'm gonna just go up to Leanne and just be crowding her yeah, in a chair. Yeah, yeah just go like, get hey. away from me. She Leanne the other Why day so I, I just went up behind her and I I didn't I I 
I've said this before, but I found out that you you can't just go up and just grab them by the boobs. And so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, thank you. I wish, yeah. Well, and Leanne just doesn't like it. That's why I just grabbed her, like, touched her a little bit, not in a sexy way, and like, a, like I'm acknowledging your existence. Yeah, that you're carrying this space, and I'm noticing <laughs> that this space is full. Like it's not, it's not like it was no sexual thing. Yeah. And man, she lost her fucking mind. Just next thing you know, we're in bed. She's naked, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Wait, like, really? Yeah. Oh. She was like, just the idea that I didn't try to touch any part yeah. of her body that had to do with sex. Oh, interesting. She was. T- it, oh yeah, my but god. Stop yeah. fucking the back of my knee now. <laughs> 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 like, can you actually work your way towards my pussy now, please? Yeah, a touch <laughs> can be. Uh, yeah. So, what did you end up doing with the guy? I mean. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Um, well, it got to the point where we're making out, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm into this. Yes, yes, but I'm still fucking mad. And then um, and then we went to full... I don't want to sell too much. We went to full round. I knew I wasn't going to come, because not because of him, but because the day before I had squirted uh, the for the second time in my life, and it was the best orgasm I've ever had in my life. So I, there was no chance of me having anything close to that. Yeah, but you ruined the sheet. Oh, she dude, ruined I ruined the this bed, but I, in anticipation of seeing this guy, yeah, in anticipation of seeing this guy, I went to town on myself the day before and ruined my bed. Like, it was, it was, Bert, I'm not trying to be so sexy about this, because it's, it, it was wasn't outline. even, yeah. it, it, because, I, I don't know, it, it flushed down and went and stained, I was wet up into my back. The <laughs> whole thing, shit. it was a, it was a straight up puddle. It was, and I immediately went like this because I wanted to see if it was pee. I was like, did I just, just pee? <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't yellow. And my pee is always yellow because I have a lot of vitamins and I don't drink enough water. But it was not pee. <laughs> it, it didn't smell like it at all. Even after it, it, like, I went back to it and was like, are you sure? It was wild. So, be- and I call, I told all my friends, I told Andrew immediately, I told Emil, my, I was like, guys, I, I know this I, is like this probably is the- me tooing you, but I squirted so much and I'm I so excited about it. I know that I'm me tooing you right now, but I'm going to let this happen. <laughs> yeah, I know if the headliner would tell, like, I jerked off so much earlier today, that would be a very disgusting thing. But I was just like, I did this novel thing that was the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah, but putting, does, rubbing does, my nose in it was a little much. <laughs> how does squirting work? Because like, I don't, I like, don't well, can anyone do it? Yes, because I thought I couldn't and I tried for years. To not years, but like for with my uh ex boyfriend, we would try to like do the thing where the the, the guy's just doing this. I've seen to that the girl. video with the guy in the Wyaveta with the the grapeseed oil, where he's like, it's yes. an all green room, and he's like, all right, first you want to waka 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 waka. He's got waka, like waka. a neck tattoo, yeah, but he's a doctor, yeah. right? Um, yeah, that yeah, that guy. Uh, I've tried, but that does work on some girls. The thing is, I think it could that could work on me too. It's just like I haven't stayed the course. And this particular time, if girls are listening and are like, I can't squirt, and I haven't been able to replicate this because it's like it takes so much work. It has to be like your third orgasm, and usually by orgasm one, I'm like too sensitive. I'm like, I'm done. I don't need it. Oh, that yeah. day, I was just very inspired, and it just it, I didn't even have to try. It just happened, and I was like, What's going on? Like it just so persevere. Wow. And you can do it. What's so, the name of that thing you talked the about? The womanizer. The womanizer. It sucks yeah. your clit, and it's great. It's great. I, I wish Leanne was. Leanne's not into any tools. It's got to be all natural for Leanne. Well, then just suck her clit. Yeah. Well, I'm, is that part of your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've. I think I've got style? that. I I didn't learn how to go down on Leanne until she, uh, she, we were been married <laughs> like four years, and then I watched. I, I mean, I, anyone that knows the podcast, I'm sure I've told this, but I watched Cat House, 
Oh and, yeah, and they <gasps> and the girl had Wait, the this, reality show on HBO. He died yeah. last year. I missed that show. Sad. And this guy brought <laughs> came in, and this girl was like, uh, "He doesn't know how to eat pussy." And and I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch by myself, <laughs> drinking a bottle of wine. I was like, "What a fucking idiot!" And she's like, "All of a sudden, he's just dot dot dot." And I was like, "Wait, I, that's, that's what, what I, I do." do. And then she's like, "Oh, this is a very simple way to eat pussy. It's got to be a gentle chaos, little light flickers, and then and then a circle and a circle, and then go in, go in." And I went, "Huh, interesting. I don't do any of that." So the next time I went down on the end, I did it, and within, like, I mean, like maybe a minute um, within a, the first second it was all different energy in the room yeah like her body did would relax differently and i went yeah whoa there's something to and this. then within like three minutes she had an insane orgasm like and i swear to god she just yelled fuck and i was like <laughs> yeah i was like what she's like what did you just do and i was like i watched cat house that <laughs> what was that guy's name dennis dennis hoff he was in dennis here hoff. Dennis, I did a podcast. He came. Whoa! Remember. Yeah, not. I mean, I'm sad he's gone, but like, like it was, it was awkwardness too. Like, there's, no, I'm not a big a... thing about over sexualized guys. It was like, I like, know that that's... he was like, he was like, he was like, I brought Donna with him. Donna, show him your pussy, and she was like, here you go. And I was like, oh, I don't like that energy. Like, let Donna choose to show her my pussy. Like, yeah, like I, just it's a Craig Craig also, Glazer a energy. Nice couch. Do you remember? Do you know Craig Glazer from no, Kansas City? You know. Never worth those gloves. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but there's that. <laughs> There's a certain guys where you're yeah. just like, ugh. Like I didn't, I don't need to see your pussy. We're doing a podcast. No one else can see your pussy. It's just me, and now it's awkward. I feel like porn star energy in general. Like I, I, it's I respect porn stars so much, but I'm always just like, I can't believe they're just so open. I said to Doctor Drew one time, if what? Oh, I said it. If I had, if I found out I had like a month to live, I would hope my wife would let me go out. And have sex with all my favorite porn stars. Hmm. And then Dr. Drew was like, hold on. That means you won't be fulfilled unless you have sex with these women? I said, no, I just I just thought it'd be fun to take a run at it. And he goes, okay, but you may die tomorrow. Like, why, why aren't you doing that anyway? And I was like, well, that's not what I want. And he was like, well, but you just said that's what you want. And I got caught in such a slippery slope of going like, Yeah, oh, if that's yeah, what like, you wanted, you would be pursuing like, that life. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, I guess I don't want that like i was like like there's mm -hmm. like a few porn stars where i go i in my head Who? i go that with christy mack christy mack she was the one that got beaten up by war machine oh yeah she's so beautiful like a suicide girl ton of tattoos ton of tattoos into snakes kind of like <laughs> like a like a florida boy could dream <laughs> dude there's something about coming from florida where you really appreciate a, a girl that can hold a snake oh, oh god man. but like she's so hot <laughs> that i would go and but she looks totally different than leanne like it's a almost like a not even real mm -hmm. you know yeah. uh she, i mean it and she the, I, i'm not into like i don't like porns where the girl is like uh fuck this pussy like i, I like there to be something connective yes i want her to be really having an orgasm that's why i um, I only watch like I pay like 30 bucks a month to get into kink.com because those girls they're having orgasms for real legit ones dude I mean it's some weird stuff and it's I'm into some like hardcore stuff like you, you you can't go to kink.com and just like it's not vanilla it's nothing vanilla on there everything's weird weird but um that those girls are that's why i like bondage is because these girls can't wiggle away from an or like it, they're being like really forced to do it and some bondage is hot some bondage 
rubs me the wrong way. Oh yeah, I'm I I, I say it all the time like everything else they're doing to her is great, but they have to have a boot on her head. I can't watch the rest of this. The guy's holding her head down with a boot yeah. on her face. That's so bad for her skin. She's gonna break out tomorrow in a shape of a boot. Like she's gonna have <laughs> because that's a dirty, dirty boot. Be nice. <laughs> There's gotta be. What the, if they're clean new boots? That's I'm, fine. Yeah, okay. that's I wouldn't so mind a boot on the face if it was a perfectly brand new, at fresh out of the box Timberland. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, did it gently. Come. That wasn't like actually hurting me, you know. Yeah. But it like, oh, has, I don't know if I could get up. I wouldn't mind the, a boot. He has to take the paper out of the boot. Like yeah. you have to know it's new. A clean, a clean, a clean. Here's the thing foot. about banging a porn star though. Like I think you would have a month to live. You'd bang one porn star for like an hour, and then you'd be. You'd an be hour. done, or what? I'm saying though, like to sat, whatever it is, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you wouldn't want to bang anymore. Like I feel like you just need to get it out before you die. I don't think you'd want to bang like seven different porn stars, would you? Or don't you think you would I, just I think, get I that think one porn star would suffice for? That's all what porn I'm thinking. Stars. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. All right, who? Which one are you choosing? Um, I don't know. I don't. I I just click most viewed. I'm very simple I man with it. This really? guy yeah, with just, a, he's not even hot. He just like. He doesn't even get hard. He's just doing a job. That's who I want. Do you have a name here? I forget his name. I think it's um. God damn it, Evan oh. Stone. One of our hosts. I don't even want to say it because I don't want him to like actually come after me. But I'm, I I've you? looked into like going to one of these places and just like getting it done and not owing him anything. His dick doesn't even come out. When I see a dick, sometimes in porn, I'm like, get that out of there. Can I, I tell you who's the who is the number one male porn star in this business? Who I'm going to show him to you. He is. But our, this guy, our host matched with the Raya girl, like a girl on Raya, remember? Our host. Well, oh, host, yeah, 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 yeah. Matched with a porn star on Raya. Or I don't know why I did this. No, but I don't yeah. understand what oh, you mean, your host. So I don't know why I uh, went MC, like that. I don't know what the okay, sorry, oh, okay. guy sorry, that we, sorry. I bring on. I bring my own host sometimes, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. He matched so, with a Raya I don't know why I did that. But the yeah, the MC matched, and then I started looking at her porn, and there's something about knowing being that a friend a of a friend that turns me on like... It makes I me feel like her. I kind of like, yeah. You know her. She's also fucking hot oh, as shit. So Owen Gray, this is Owen Gray. He is, it, by the way, I hope I'm not me tooing you right now. No, you're not. I, um, I want it. I don't. Owen know. Gray is my favorite guy to watch have sex. I'm going to show it. I'm going to pass it male first, only okay. so that, uh, first of all, like he always starts so go with to the middle of it. Or? Look at his leg tattoo. I'm obsessed with his leg tattoo. It's letters that turn into darkness. You need to see a better shot of his leg tattoo. <laughs> Come on, let's see his leg. Let's see his leg. Come on, Owen. Come on, Owen. What's this shit? Okay. You see this this black leg he has? It okay. Turns in from that to letters. It's so <gasps> fucking cool. I know this guy. You know this that guy? That is a great sleeve of uh, uh, a sock. A, yeah, a great sock uh, of... A great stocking. Is a probably stocking what of yeah. tattoos. It, it, it uh, turns into letters up here. That guy's great at fucking. He is great yeah, at fucking. Yeah. He's, and he's super sensitive. I made... I, we used to do... I used to do a thing called Open Tabs where I... I and I talked about him on my Open Tabs podcast. Oh, yeah. I remember Open Tabs. And I said... <laughs> And I said, you know, and he's got a big dick, but this is one of those guys that's probably, he only looks like he has a big dick because he's probably like five, six, and the poor stars are, he direct messaged me. He goes, hey, man, thanks for talking about me on the podcast. <laughs> Heads up, I'm six, two. And I was like, all I thought was, that is a hog. That is Whoa. a legit hog. Wait, I got to see this. Please pass it uh, over. My bad. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, 
Here. Oh, yeah. This guy's great. This you think you could great. get hard if you had cameras all around you? I could not. It's so impressive to me. <laughs> you said that like you thought about this. I, I could not. I could not. I can barely act when cameras are on me, <laughs> let alone fuck like a champion. He is. He is. If I was a woman, I was. I would. I would definitely reach out. There was a a woman. Really? There was a female comic. Someone time. Someone told me about who did a porn and wrote about it in Huffington Post. Oh yeah, she like. I think she fucked a porn. I think she fucked James Dean. She did fuck James Dean. Yeah. And she, by the way, I, I, someone told me about it. I watched it. She had an amazing body. She yes. was great at sex. Mm -hmm. um, but James Dean was a champ. Yeah, he's amazing. Like, those guys really know how to have sex. <laughs> they... I could not perform like that. My, I think I... And you shouldn't be expected to. No, I mean, not even remotely. Like, I, like yeah. it would be such a... Wa watching me have sex would probably be like watching anyone else try stand up for the first time. <laughs> Like where they're like, oh, this is so awkward. Wow, the light, lights are lights are bright. Um, is this thing on? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm forgetting Sweating. my jokes right now. I'm forgetting my jokes right now. Yeah, like just it, every time you you don't get every better. time. Don't, you don't feel like you've gotten better over. Don't you, do you have you a do, system of we do this first, yeah, then yeah, we do this yeah, first, yeah. then we do this, and yeah. then it's over. It's, it gets. Then we get back on uh, our phone. Kissing, talking, giggling, kissing. Cute. And then I give her oral sex. Great. And then we have sex. Wow. What really? We get no oral for you. Uh well I uh, no. See that's right now, that's right my, now that's Leanne's my got a fucking Leanne's got a fucking got a, a ruse going on. She got she had a uh uh something in her like a cyst in her face that oh. they had to remove. And she got they they literally cut her like worse than I've ever seen. Uh, they cut her from like here to here. Jesus. And they were like, listen, you gotta be easy on your face because that could open up. They had to stitch it from the inside and on the outside. And they're like, you gotta be easy on it. So every time she's like, uh, doctor says, I can't give a blowjob. I'm like, I just watched you eat a cheeseburger the other uh, day. I think you can take a dick. Yeah, yeah, you swallowed it whole. She's like, no, doctor says, doctor says. But um, but yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty meat and potatoes. potatoes. Yeah, I think uh, th that's the way it should be. You should have like a rhythm and you should deviate from that occasionally when it's, there's. We do, but not like crazy. Like, yeah. Our, like, like she like every now and then she'll surprise me and I'll be like, whoa, what was that? You know what we did that was really fun? Yeah, what? We did the 12 nights of Kama Sutra with a bunch of friends. So, and, you know, we, had yeah. a, we decided to do the 12 nights of Christmas. So in December last year, we threw 12 parties with our with our four friends, oh my God. our group of friends. And so 12 nights in, in December. A row? We, and no, just random. So there was like, everyone like, in on it. All everyone's everyone's got to come. So if, if uh, by the way, I have I have thrown some amazing parties. I would That's... like to I would like to introduce everyone to my brilliant idea of called a preparedness party. Okay, this is how a preparedness party does. Now, what you should do is get a list of your closest friends, right, uh -huh. on a text message, and say, "Hey, in case of a natural disaster, terrorist attack, earthquake, you name it, we should all be on the same group so we help each other assist." So we have our friends, our group of campers. We've all agreed that in in the case of a natural disaster, we will all show up at one house and we'll all live out of that house. And, and to like, and so we do a preparedness party. That is so. That's a great idea. All of a sudden, someone just texts and goes, "Preparedness party, earthquake, be at my house in five minutes. Bring a can good. And and yeah. everyone's got to bring all their go bags, their what, cash. Really? Oh, it's fun as fuck. And then you sit at the table, open up everything, and go, all right, we got $5,000. What do you got? Oh, I got 
10 and everyone's got we got a we got a pistol we got a shotgun we got water we got a water purifier we got generators like we a preparedness party is one of the funnest things are ever. you just why are you doing this short of a natural just as a practice to make sh- to, we did it as a practice run one time we did 12 nights of christmas i have i'm always up for throwing a party so we did the 12 nights of christmas and we and we did 12 nights of partying and we celebrated something different every night and then three nights in one of the moms or i'm sure it was me uh said uh <laughs> we should do the 12 nights of kama sutra and we all text one move to each other and we all do that move with our partners and then report back the next morning i love it this. was so much fucking fun it's such a great bonding experience it was so much fucking fun first of all uh, our our asian couple in the group I won't say their names, but I've said them before, and so I just won't say them now. The Asian couple uh, gave their kids Sudafed the first night and misunderstood our English and thought we did all 12 moves that night. They did all 12 moves the first night. No, no. They drugged their kids. They gave their kids Sudafed so they could fuck. I thought that was fucking oh, so hilarious. Fucking I mean, these moves are comp- some of them are. This one, I'll tell you, I did one. Leanne got be was flexible, so no? fucking into this. That's I, so I, it's hot. Like, That's so fun. She came in one morning. She goes, "All right," like I'm laying in bed. Yeah. I'm like hungover. She goes, "All right, here's the move. Take your pants off." And I was like, "What?" It was like so hot. She was like, "Here's the move." What it was was, um, I laid, I laid. <laughs> Both of us sat like we were sitting in a chair, okay? Okay. Leanne laid on her back, feet kind of like in the air, like doing a like yes. doing a sit-up, feet in the air for the chair that way. Uh-huh. I laid on my side in the chair and slid my chair underneath her, and that was how we did it. So it was like, um, so it was like it was like this. Like a swastika. It was like a s- <laughs> something hot. It was exactly like a swastika. <laughs> okay, so she's like, and I had my arms pose. like this, yeah, yeah. like, and, and you she had her arms full, like this. full gear. Oh, fuck. yeah, you're getting ready. You're getting prepared. Oh god, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, you spice it up. A it was so, so much fucking fun. So you do that. You pr- when you report back, did everyone have like different? Well, obviously, some they did. people, some, some people, people weren't into it. Some, some people, people weren't. weren't into it. It was very vulnerable for some. Some were like. We were texting first thing in the morning. All right, Leanne says that that hurt her episiotomy scar. Anyone else got that? Bit? Like it was so fun. We had such a fucking fun time doing and do it. Do you keep any of the moves that you got from there? Or are they just so ridiculous that it's because uh, you know sometimes you discover something in bed where you're like, whoa, 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 what was that? Do that again. Let's remember it. And I can't, yeah. and then you can't get it back. You're like, what was that one thing? It there, felt so good. There was one time. Where we had sex and I felt, I felt like a, I don't know what the position, it was like a weird position where she was kind of up a little bit. The blankets were jammed under on accident. Yes. And it was like, I swear to God, it was like a key in a lock position. Yes. Where all of a sudden as I went in, you could feel it go like click. And I, and as you felt that, she'd be like, oh, and I was like, wait, how do we find this? Again? I've never been able to find it. Yes. I'm always going like. There's it around there somewhere. No, it's just like those perfect <laughs> moments that you have to be like, what are we doing right now? Yeah. It's crazy. I think we I think we probably had better sex when we first started dating. Because I remember we used to have orgasms together all the time. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, there's a weird thing where you're like, what am I going to do? Try to impress my wife? 
Yeah. Break a sweat for someone I live with. Yes. That I love. That yeah, I, that I that lo- the mother of my children. Yeah, what come on. <laughs> the one I own property this with this woman. <laughs> yeah, because some of sex is like performing. Like is and if you don't really if you're like, they're gonna love me anyway, i what do I need to it's do like, anything extra? I just want to come. It's yeah. like doing I'm like Crystalia to meet and greet. Hi, it's nice to meet you too. Thank you very much. I just walk away. It's <laughs> is, like, that do, he, is that no, him in a meet and greet? No, but I know, but I'm I'm certain Delia does not like go overboard the way I do oh it. Oh my meet god! And like I'm sure he's just like I know. Look, nice you and you. I are just like, hey, our arms wrapped. <laughs> yeah. you, do you want a picture? They're like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, let's take a video. I like, would love to be one of those guys that could just be like, be like, like Segura. <laughs> hey, you paid for it. I'm here. What do you need out of me? Yeah, <laughs> and, I know. And then they just go well, like, just a big fan. Cool. You, you do a picture. You still do meet and greets, like everyone, everyone. Oh, do you have a she chance? Did like so a VIP thing? We, no, no. We did a we did a raffle. Yeah, originally that was a really good idea. Raffled off that way. If you really want, if you ever paid more than fifty bucks, we pulled your ticket regardless. Right. Like if someone was like fifty bucks for the raffle, their ticket got pulled. They always met me, but um. But if, for the other people, they could be like, "Hey, it's two bucks. Here's ten bucks. I'd, yeah. I'd do it if I win it." Yeah. And that was fun. We'd pull like fifty names. They could bring someone with. So it was like a hundred people. That's a lot and, of people to meet. Yeah, but um, and then what I started doing, and then I just started going, "Hey guys, I'm going to this bar afterwards. I know. If you guys want, I'll meet you there." Now what I'm doing is I'm partnering with the venues and saying, "Let's close off the street in front of your venue and let's open up a beer garden. Get a bunch of vendors in." And let's generate a bunch of money, and and that's what we're doing. That's now. We did so that. smart. We did so you that. Create your own Met. party. Yep, create your own party. You're not beholden to a bar. You can do it. You're you're in control of everything. That's so. So you have security smart. with you. You don't need a license or anything for that. Uh, they they take care of all of that. So oh, we're wow. doing that at a bunch of select venues where it works, where they'll corner off like mm-hmm. a parking lot or something. But uh, it makes so much more sense and more money and more just and you get to meet because that's the thing I want to meet fans but I don't I can't meet everyone it's just too exhausting oh, it, you just can't do it. you don't have the so I, I will say not, not to bring sex into this but as a woman it's a totally different game than as a guy when guy when people grab me and like fucking try to manhandle me to get in it's totally different than then the exact same energy to a woman is like, yo, man. I will say, though, if you have drunk female fans, they're grabbing you so much. As If you're a male comic with drunk female fans, you're getting sexually harassed way more than I am. Oh, way I, more. Because my fans aren't generally that drunk. Mine are and, um and the me- And I talk so much about not touching me, like that it doesn't happen. It still happens. Yeah. But women, drunk women, with a guy that they think, especially someone like you, shirt off, you're getting touched so much. Better. I get, I get, uh, I get women ripping their shirt off, women kissing me, like kissing me on the cheek. Yeah, which you're I don't getting mind. it a lot. I don't mind a kiss. I had, uh, I've had my dick grabbed a ridiculous amount. I'm gonna say so much. The, uh, I've had hand in the pants dick grab. I've had, I've it, had it all. Because women think that that you want it, and and it's it's not as commonplace to call out women for that kind of behavior, but it's like. Get off him. I get so angry about that because women do it to me. I have a joke where I talk about how I have a flat ass and how um, I've like come to terms with it, but I felt kind of insecure because the Me Too movement, because so many, many of the stories were like, and then he grabbed my ass and it's like l- never happened to me. Like, that's just not how I've been sexually harassed. I've never in my life. noticed you have a flat ass. And I, don't I hate have an to ass. say it. I'm going to definitely look at it as you leave. Yeah, I, I, I have a flat ass. And, um, and, and then, so God, I used to, that's I used how to you change know that joke. Has a flat ass, by the way. That you don't notice that they yeah, have an ass. Never just, I've never you, even noticed never that even you have an ass. ass yeah, because I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Like By if she way, had a round 
you huge ass, it. you would have known. The worst ass in comedy, without a doubt. <laughs> oh, my God. Big Jay Okerson. Oh, really? He doesn't even, it's just a back and a hole. It's I not even, even like a crack. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even imagine. I saw his asshole last night, two nights ago, and he literally, it could, it was his butt cheeks are actually <laughs> part of his legs. <laughs> so bad it was it was crazy like i i wanted to say his butt cheeks had kneecaps in front of him <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go see him right now i gotta go over to sirius xm what is nice. uh t- how's uh how's your morning show going it's so good you it's, loving it yeah on sirius xm every morning channel 95 10 to 12 are you Eastern. out here in the new studios yeah i've been out here when i come out here i do it from seven to nine and it's uh yeah it's awesome it's fucking beautiful it's best, isn't it dude it's this it's Hanging out with friends, talking, yeah. and making, having fun, having laughs, be, getting to work my comedy muscle yeah. in a way that I don't even know I'm working. It's like, you know, when people are like, I play tennis and that's my workout. And it's a fun way. I'm like, oh, I found a way to do that, like have a fun activity be my work. I wrote more jokes doing your show than I ever. <laughs> yeah, you, you I, were, you've been so great on my I've, show. I've written so many jokes doing your show where I just, you're just <laughs> yeah. fucking around and then all of a sudden I'm like, that goes in the act. Yes, yes, dude. It's, uh, your it's show's so, fun. so much so fun much to do. Fun. Yeah, it's, um, it's the best. I look forward to it. We had last week off and I was like yearning for it. So that's, and then we have the podcast of it. Um, It's a great life and it's kind of like, I remember talking to you about like TV opportunities and being like, well, I don't even really want to do that. Like, I'll, I'll only do it if it's perfect. Yeah. I can turn down TV because crazy? my life is pretty great. I could be richer, sure, but I don't need to be. I'm very comfortable. I'm super comfortable. I love doing stand up. I love that technically, you know, you can't get fired from just doing stand up. It's if, if, if I get in cancel culture yeah. now for something I say, I think for the most part, my fans will be like, I actually heard that on the podcast and it didn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. Or I, yes. I or I, I trust he's a comic and he's going somewhere with yeah. it. Thank God we have guys like Dave Chappelle who are continuing to be the best in the business and the bravest. Did you hear the special the name of his new special? What is it? Sticks and Stones. Ah. Uh. Like just fucking yeah. going after it. I'm guys like Rogan who are like, no, you can try to bully me into making me do something. It's not gonna work. Yeah. I love the, those guys in this business. However, it's very easy for them with all of their money. And like, it's yeah. not as easy for someone who doesn't have mu- like that kind of a strong like, following. Uh, yeah. Right. And just a wealth of material that people are just undeniably obsessed with. And I'll do your TV and- shows, by the way. Yeah. If they yeah. don't want to do them, I'm more than happy. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. It's it's nice to have yeah. people that do say fuck it and just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. But it's 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 hard to do that. I stop. Especially when you're in the middle. Like when yes. you're on your way up, it's very like if you just don't give a fuck about having a career, you could do whatever the hell you want. And then if you're on the very top, you can kind of get away with shit. But like yeah. somewhere in the middle, it's hard to like. Oh, really I would, test ne- I would never want to start in stand up right now. I'd never want to be. 10 years into stand-up right now That's where you're I trying think. to figure vo- your voice and and there's so many did you see the list that people are posting things not to joke about what Ugh. oh no and they're like and they're being serious and they're being like you can't joke about this and you're and you're just like i, I think you're missing the point of comedy i really yeah um 
ra- rape, you just can't. Here's the problem. If we don't have rape jokes, then we don't talk about rape and then rape doesn't get talked about. And then we don't talk about the fact that we live. I live in fear of getting like, yeah. then rape is just like, shh, like, don't do jokes about suicide. I remember doing one. I was ugh, sorry, I dropped an earring. I was uh, preparing for the roast and I had some joke about suicide. And this girl in the front row was just like, no, no. And I go, oh, have, have you been hurt by suicide before? Have you lost someone to suicide? And she goes, yeah. And I go, so has everyone. So has everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Do you think yeah. your your experience is more important than my experience? And, and you know what? Maybe she lost her a couple brothers or something to it. Maybe it was a something yeah. way worse than what has impacted me. But it doesn't like. Don't you want me to talk about it? Because don't you want yeah. to bring awareness to it? The fact that people are struggling with it. Ugh. Maybe if you talk about it more and say it more, it's not this like crazy word that's just like, it just doesn't make, you know, we, we could talk about it forever, but people just hear a buzzword and then they I just I feel the out. same way about casseroles. Yeah. I mean, we have to talk about it. Yeah, my dad choked to death. Yeah. That on was a casserole. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. Killed himself that way. <laughs> that's him. how, he went, he did it a really, <laughs> he really wanted to go. It's it crazy go. that people, literally go no yeah yeah she just goes no and I'm before like, they even hear i told a joke i told words. a joke i had a joke in, in oxnard and i said um i said kitty porn and this woman goes no no and i said hold on ma'am yeah i said you're here at my show you bought a ticket you know me do you think i'm gonna say where you think this is going yeah and she was like i don't know but you're not allowed to joke about that and i went i'm allowed to joke about everything and you're kind of fucking up the print like the print what the whole point is is i definitely want you to say no in your head and then i want to convince you that the premise i've come up with is better than and she goes well okay tell it and i go i'm not selling it now you yeah. fucking ruined it yeah like now, how dare you tense. ruin it how dare you be so selfish to ruin it for everybody who is like it's worse and than what kitty that porn really is but the, you know what i will say that <laughs> it's worse than kitty porn <laughs> and you've just i always go um if a girl like if i say something on stage about like you know, anal and shitting on a whatever, like just something about sh- poop and and just something about myself that I definitely think is disgusting. And I can't even believe I'm sharing with a group of people. And a girl just goes, ew. Oh, yeah. I go, she's doing that because she does exactly what I just said. Otherwise she wouldn't, she wouldn't hate it so much. She hates herself for that. So it's so funny that you did that when you that's actually happened to you a lot, hasn't it? You've shit on a dick before, haven't you? And it was a bad experience and he wasn't cool about it. I'm so sorry. That, so <laughs> d- don't come at me with your bullshit because that just reveals to me, like that woman definitely, she either was didn't want someone to know but either or wanted you to know, um, I have a child porn situation in my life that really fucked up my life and I, I that, now that's how I identify because, and yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. you want us to know about that, about you. People just love to have an identity which is this offends me. And you know what? Sometimes it is triggering. I saw a rape victim leave a friend of mine's show in tears. Very like you watched and you were like, that girl's not being dramatic. She's not drunk. She just heard rape and she was maybe, it doesn't matter when it happened. She was affected by that. And everyone's like, he shouldn't apologize. I'm like, he shouldn't apologize. But like, it made me realize like there are, if you say that stuff, people, you might really deeply hurt someone. And I would feel sad for that. That's I. I However, I have, I'll still risk it. I have no. I have no qualms about making a joke about anything. However, and I say however in the sense that my goal is never to make anyone feel like shit to, and like leave my show and be like, "Oh, that was the worst night of my life." Yeah. And and I've had I've, I've done that. I've done that a Me couple too. times. Me too. And I've learned from that. And I've said, you know, there's certain places where maybe for me, for Burt Kreischer, for what I like to do, that's not my my angle. By the way, there are times 
where I take that angle. And I, I would like the opportunity to do both. Yes. And 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 I'd hope that as a fan, you give me the 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 radius of being like, hey, this might be a little outrageous. You know, I remember one time uh I had a friend, I made a I did a show and I had a friend come up to me and say, you know, I, I lost my dad um a month ago and I I haven't been able to not think about it. And this is the first time that I tapped out Mm -hmm. and i and she goes and the joke that was the funniest was the joke about your daughter putting her finger in her ass and put it in the dog's mouth because it was so outrageous and so offensive that i was forced to forget about my drama and think about that and i went so you you can't ever really shame me into apologizing for a joke because what offends you may really help somebody right and i'm willing for that transaction to go on yes i mean I think it's a like I'm sorry. I'm not sorry for the joke, but you know, and there are times that you that I have written a joke that I'm like that wasn't funnier than it was just mean, and I'll be like, okay, that was dumb, and but, yeah, I'm but sorry. You can't, but, but you can't. You a, don't know that going on stage. No. You got to try it to yeah. find it out. It's yeah. like yes, you can't make omelets without breaking eggs. Yes. Yeah. I always say my intent is never to hurt your feelings. It's always to make you laugh. Yeah, always. I mean, and we know that about you, and that's why like you're some. That's why you have your fans is because they know. And you have, like, we were talking about your fans are just, like, decent people. They're not trolls trying to get people in trouble and accountable for, well, you said this on a podcast or whatever. It's because you are also exude that and people are attracted to it. Yeah. Although people are probably going to hit I, up Aziz and be like, I don't, I think Bert dislikes you. <laughs> I mean, your impression wasn't the most flattering. But. I, I thought you nailed it. <laughs> it thought, actually was really funny. I was waiting for you to put a fish fish hook in my mouth. You know? <laughs> the old hook. Fish hook. The old hook. I put a fish hook in her mouth. <laughs> I hook her in the mouth. By the way, I don't think it's I did so a good so fun imp- to do. I don't think I did a good impression of him now that you <laughs> Ah bitch. I think I did Dave Chappelle. Told <laughs> yeah, yeah. you to rape that bitch. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I gotta get you guys out of here. It's yeah. 253. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, so much more I want to talk to you guys about. I know, we Literally, can do this all day. next time you're in LA, just come in and we'll do another one of these. I love that. Thank you so much you for guys, that. Thank you guys, you guys so are on you guys together are very, very easy to flow with. Thank and you. And I love watching you guys on Instagram together. I literally I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that a little bit of me and Mark Norman in Europe was a little bit of you guys. Thank you. I was like, I was like, you guys have so much fun. I was like, come on, Mark. I was like, Mark, I literally (laughs) do something. I Googled, not, I'm not even joking. I Googled, uh, acrobatic moves for two men to see if me and Mark could come up with one because you guys always dance together. I was like, Mark, let's do an acrobatic move. So I showed it to him and he goes, which one am I? I go, are you being serious right now? Yeah, like, You're the one that I'm holding. I'm yeah. not going to... What the fuck do you think I, you could... Oh. No, that's... You guys are really fun to watch yeah, tour. Man. Thank you, you. You guys seem like very good friends. And it's so fun to bring out your friend. That's and- the one thing I wanted to say. I, I never, I didn't get to say because I got detract, just derailed in my own head. But I never brought anyone with me. I got to meet other people. But as, as I got older... I started to realize why guys like Rogan brought his groups with him because the road didn't feel like work. It felt like you got to hang out with your friends. And, and, uh, it's so, I didn't realize how lonely it was until I started bringing people with me. And I was like, Oh, I was, that's why this wasn't as fun. Cause I was just lonely. And you're a single woman 
And I was having to be friends with whoever they gave me. And sometimes I lucked out. But then a lot of times you're just like, oh, I'm just sitting in a green room with someone I don't want to talk to. So much of it is just hanging out, going to press. He always comes to press with me. You know those press runs where the club manager does, you're sitting in silence in the car on the way there and it's awkward. Like, I still make you do that sometimes, sit in silence. Oh, but it's the best thing. But it's It's, just, it's nice to have someone there. I I brought Nikki to press with me. Yes, you were the best to me. You trained. I was so grateful for you, Bert. Like, you're such a great headliner to work with like getting to work because you were so nice and you brought me to press and we're like yeah you're gonna go do radio no reason for me to go in with you and that is not something i just was like maybe this is something that happens it's not something that happens so i'm really happens, grateful it should, for that it should it, it teaches it just shows you like i learned so much not to be overwhelmed by the thing if this guy doesn't give a fuck and he's just going in to fuck around mm-hmm. it, you should go in and fuck yes around. it was very that is exactly what i learned from you and it was so much fun you i really realized that like you were the first guy to like I watched you radio and was like, oh, this can be done in a way that is super fun and easy. I did press with Rory Scoville one time and he and I just walked in and started talking over them yeah. and changed their subject yeah, and then went over and got a bottle of whiskey and opened it and poured us all drinks. And Rory was like this. He goes, I've never seen. You, can, can, you can just walk in and just start talking over yeah. everyone. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Have you ever done press? He goes, I don't I don't. What am I going to do press? like? And they can't wait to have you back when you make an impression yeah, like that. Because yeah, yeah, they're, so, they're so, they're t- they don't want to lead it. It's so no. nice when someone comes in and, and steals the show for a little bit. Yeah, it's they're a doing blast. it every morning. It's so fun. I'm going in to do the bonfire right now with okay, Big J. Go have fun. Yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to bring weed. I haven't been drinking. And so I think I'm going to get high. And then it's Leanne's birthday. We're going to dinner tonight. Ooh, that'll be a fun listen. I'll listen to that if you're going to get high. I, I mean, I'll I listen might. anyway, but I, I love the might. bonfire. And then I think I'm going to go to Tiffany's. I got It's her birthday, so I... Tiffany's. Gotta, yeah, it's the only place I know to shop for. Oh, I thought you were like it's Tiffany Haddish's birthday or something. No. Uh, you're, I got to go to Tiffany's for her birthday. <laughs> no. Oh, you got to go to Tiffany. That's the only place I know to get jewelry. Yeah, it's the only place you should go. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know anything about I jewelry, just but if go, I'm like, ooh, Tiffany, what's I mean, the new collection? And then yeah. they go, and then and I don't spend a ton of money, but you just spend a little bit, and yes, and it, see the blue box seems nice. Oh, it seems so nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I absolutely love you. I'll do I whatever, love you. Whatever I ever can for you. Uh, please think and and the it, it it's extended to my fellow <laughs> dirtbag florida resident west coast east coast dude I'm, te- I'm telling you it you two are funny shit to watch thanks man um whatever you need and congratulations on the special thank you Bert Kreischer. Yeah. i love you i can't wait to watch it thanks man tonight watch it everyone yes on that day oh my god Netflix. fingered in an alley yes called banging <laughs> banging uh, yeah formerly known well, as well two dads watch yeah yeah <laughs> fuck you. yeah This episode was brought to you by The Machine.